Connor Christian, and you're listening to Two Faces Radio. All right, that's all the time we have. I, uh, I guess thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you have a question? No, I have something to push. If you get into the, the, oh, you have uh, a plug a room. A plug a room. Plug away. Well, a couple buddy of mine, a couple of buddies of mine. Two Faces Radio is a great podcast. I'm on sometimes. And there's one up right now that we did over the holidays. So just look for Two Faces Radio in your iTunes. You're cheating on a booch? Yeah, what, what happened What's to the booch cast? I've never been even... Approached? I've never... There His is people update, have never talked to my people. Boochcast is on a new server, so make sure you go to his yes. Facebook page and check it out. He did find a new server. Number one Atlanta podcaster. That's right. But do that after Two Faces Radio because so I'm kill on that two, one. kill two birds with one stone. Listen to them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Choose bad. which one you like better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's all the time we have for today's program. Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of... Episode number 50, our year in review show, 2010, uh, featuring myself and Brian and our old friend Turbo Tim Butler, and of course Eric Von Hessler from The Regular Guys Show here in Atlanta on Rock 100.5, Atlanta's rock station, and I uh, hope you enjoyed part one, and uh, we, we sure had a good time, and uh, strap in for part two, it's a good one, <laughs> hope you enjoy it. I just wanted to take a, a time time out. No, I wanted to take some time to tell you. Uh, check out our Facebook page if you haven't checked it out before and friend us. We got uh, pictures of all of our past guests on there and other information. And also, we are on Twitter as well, so we'll tell you when there's a new episode out or anything else regarding the show. Uh, so just search Two Faces Radio on either of those, or click the links that are on our website. And I'll, of course, as always, please subscribe to us in iTunes. It's all for free. And uh, every time there's a new episode, it'll pop up in your iTunes automatically, if you're not familiar with that already, of course. And uh, thanks again for listening. Ira, Two Faces Radio. Enjoy the rest of uh, Year in Review show. This is part two. Thanks. Save it for the show. So what do you say? Anybody have outside of we've we've done yeah. our driving and crying promotion for sure. Well, and hopefully uh, Kevin will be back in at some point too. Yeah, um, I'd like them to be. What other shows? Anybody have some uh, outstanding? A lot of the shows that I wrote, I physically wrote down. Yeah, have actually. I mean, I don't know if this is uh, if I should have done this, but it was bands that we've had on here that right. I did end up, you know, going to see going afterwards. To see the show that's after, what you yeah. saw, man. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's what you saw. Yeah, yeah I guess. Like, uh, you know, I have Blackberry Smoke. Yeah, which, which I did not get to see that show. And that's another one. I think that was this year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was because that was when Jeff was in town. Right. Okay. And, and I, that we did the two nights out with two faces, and we couldn't end up making it for something. Yeah, and, well, and, and Nancy was yeah, still pregnant, so because yeah, yeah, I got yeah. hammered that night. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you remember the? <laughs> so you're saying that you remember the argument the next morning? <laughs> well, no, no, it was okay. good. It was nice. <laughs> Drinking tonight. Oh, that was great. Um, Nine months of a uh, you know limo driver, basically. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Blackberry Smoke played Peachtree Tavern, which yeah. Anybody listening, you know, they've been on our show before and you have they're the great. chance they're going to they're going to blow up, I think, even more than they are, but they're Peachtree, right there. You feel like they're right there. Right. You yeah. feel like they're uh Peachtree Tavern, you know, decent sized place was just it I think was they're sold playing out. New Year's there, so if you have no well, really? nobody will be hearing this, I don't think by then. I no. think they're playing there. Was it there? Oh, they, maybe they are. I think I heard that too. Uh, huh. It's either a Christmas thing or a New Year's thing. I think it oh, is. I think it, it is. I think, I think it's, it's New you're Year's. right. No, I think you're right. You're right. Anyway. Anyhow. So that was one. Right. That's out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you the only one who saw them? 
Or did um, you see them too? No, I didn't get to I go. I saw them yeah. in a different location. Well, that counts. Yeah. Was it this year? I think. I want to make sure we're inside of Iron I'm, rules. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> telling you, hey, Play if you don't follow Irish rules, rules. <laughs> chaos. Where with the chaos? Dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Yeah. And did you enjoy? I them? have seen them. <laughs> um, black. I mean, that's a band. Yeah, they were good. Heavy They're, metal country is what. It, yeah, it's like mean. southern rock country, but the yeah. good songwriting and everything is so yeah. solid. You know, the harmonies. Yeah, the songwriting is great. So Charlie Stars, mm-hmm. is yep. songwriting is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen Ocho Rios? Is it Ocho Rios? Is it the name of the band? Local what, a side project? Him. No, no, it's not his. Oh. It's a, but it's another sort of southern alt country type of thing out of Atlanta. Right? And they're really good. Really no, good. I don't see them. I think it's Ocho Rios. I'm probably getting it wrong. Um, Wait, but did members of those guys play on that probably, truck stop? Probably, yeah, yeah, probably. I do remember that. Oh, I remember that name, yeah. Um, and then what I, else? What else you got? I put Jonathan, highlights. Jonathan Tyler and the Northern Lights, which you didn't see either. Uh, of course, yeah. they were on our show. <laughs> you should check those guys out. Young, young kids. What's my problem? Why didn't I come out to that show? I think your wife was pregnant. What oh, is yeah. your fucking problem? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, they they played on here and uh, or they they were on our show, and then I went out that night, and that is just a good solid. Rock and roll show. You know, oh, like I, I played that. I had uh, I played or something that night, and then I was thinking of coming down after. Yeah, enough right. of your but excuses. I thought it was, you obviously uh, missed the show. I did miss the show. You don't feel like hanging out with me. That's Damn, fine. I am lame. <laughs> um, yeah. Those Do you guys, guys play out anymore? As ton as <clears throat> sort of. We just played there, yeah. acoustic, opening up for uh, Oliver Wood and and Joe McGinnis, other guys that have been on our show at the Five Spot. That was yeah. That was good. That was great. Cool. But as far as electric band, it's been a while. It's been a little while. Last show was at Darwin's. Within which this is, calendar which year. Which is now closed. That was the last show? I think so. Yeah. But Tim, that was... Tim's that was, lead guitarist, That was in 10. Were was you always the lead guitarist? No. No. I was always. wondering if you came in when he they was, came in. No, he wasn't, oh, no. he wasn't there at that time. Yeah. That was the D-man. That was the D-man, yeah. What uh, else? What else you got on well, there? Uh, well, I'll go through mine quick, and then if anybody has... A, if, if anybody can't think of anything, fuck it. We're on to something else. I, had I have things. one yeah. show that I saw outside of a driving crime. Go ahead and yours. Well, I saw one band 25 No, times. let's hear it. Let's switch right. it up. And then I saw another show. Oh, I saw Roger Waters do The Wall. Oh, right. In which at, we talked uh, about. Phillips, <clears throat> which was... Just an unbelievable spectacle. Yeah. Did and they I, do the thing where they build the wall up and then tear it down? Yeah, the whole thing. Road? I mean, it was the, the whole deal. Was, I mean, it was everything from that they did, that Pink Floyd did in 80, right. but with the technology that has gone over well, the top set. What's that like when you can't see the band? Well, what they do is they come out and they play in front of it. So there's only oh. one. There's only so they, there's like one song where it's kind of going They're on behind, behind there. But they and the change was so amazing. I literally I t- looked left or something like that, and I looked back and everybody was there. They had <laughs> hydraulics underneath this. So there's like a oh, stage geez. area in front of where the wall is, right? Because a lot of it's being played oh. out there while it's being built anyway. And they're like they had four or five different units that were hydraulic and just whoop. Came up and boom, everything was there. All the players were on them, and they were ready to go. You know, so they like, go down from behind it and then come up in front of it. I, well, what happens is once the, the it's like at, a gopher hole. <laughs> the whole thing gets built before intermission, and the, and so the, the the end of side two, the last thing that happens, uh, he's there's one piece of the wall left, and he's singing through it, and he does that goodbye cruel world. Yeah. So he says goodbye. And they put the thing up there, and then it says intermission across the wall. Huh. So there's well, like that, fifteen. That's kind of cruel to the guys building the wall. Up, you know, because they build it, <laughs> right. then they pop up on the other they side. They pop on the other side. It's like <laughs> it's like when you see a bunch of ants working and you just mess up <laughs> what they're doing, <laughs> and the ants are like, "Fuck!" God damn it, we were just working on that. Do you know how many grains of sand Jeez. I can carry? Now we got to build another fucking wall. Start over again. <laughs> 
But it was I mean, the <laughs> the level of technology was yeah. just outrageous. I mean, there were guys. I don't know how guys could do this it. for a for a living. I don't know how guys do this for a living. There were two spotlight things. They're smarter than us. That moved. <laughs> Literally, if you can imagine them hooked to the ceiling, they would move from – so this stage is very deep because you've got the area they're playing, yeah. the area where you play, put the wall, which it would be like the end zone, you know, whatever, <laughs> and then the area in front. Yeah. So these things, there were two of them, would move that whole area. Like if you were – so the guy sitting there with a seatbelt on, basically, Jeez. hanging from the ceiling, moving around, and they use those because of all like the helicopter noises and stuff. Oh, yeah. So they use those as like spotlights so that yeah. it looks like helicopters coming in and stuff. And they move in these semicircles. Now, I can imagine if you played the same theater night after night, you might feel comfortable in a right. rig like that. <laughs> but or these people going into a new town, Ooh. buckling into this thing 50 Forget feet it. above. I mean, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Yeah, and the show it. was unbelievable. It was it was weird and ironic because like Roger Waters got all the political stuff that you have to either just sort of ignore or whatever, but his whole point in this seemed to be that capitalism causes war and capitalism is a bad thing and and all that. Meanwhile, you he's know, making quite a bit of money. Well, it's cost one hundred fifty dollars <laughs> a ticket. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, capitalism you, seems to be working right. out for Roger Waters. You yeah. could not put a show like, on this like this on in a socialist country. <laughs> right, you could right. not put this show on in North Korea. <laughs> right. It's not possible. You could only do this in the capitalist system. You, know? but, you think uh, the Korean Roger Waters <laughs> has a major... we got to show up to the next amazing. show with signs that says, you know, uh, bring, the, bring the show to... Bring the show to North Korea or something like that. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the last thing I'll say about the show, the opening of the show, yeah. the thing was so grand that at the very opening, literally, uh, there's a parapet type of thing that rises up to – the the wall is ha- – is, Quarter built on each side when you start. Now, who's building the walls? Are actually like they're guys, that come out? type okay. guys, and they're, yeah. and they're and so it's it's like it's like that. And then there's a, this uh, I don't call it like a thing. It's hydraulic. It's a catwalk, is what it is. But it's oh, down yeah. the stage, and there are I would say seven guys that look like Nazi, you know, like from the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they all have those big hammer flags. And so as that opening of realm is happening, yeah. this thing starts rising like you're at some fucking Nazi rally. I mean, you yeah. really feel like you're at one of these places. <laughs> Me and Brian would have hyped out yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it was it was like really had all of that, you know, kind of stuff. And so that whole opening, I don't know if you know the wall very well, but it ends with the sound of a airplane crashing. The opening yeah. song in the flesh is like, it's like, where are all the sound effects? And I, I was up high. And literally, I, I went with Mac from Driving Wait, and where Cry, was this he, again? This was at Phillips. At yeah. Phillips. Okay. So I was there with Mac from Driving Cry because he's, he's a huge Gilmore fan, so a Pink Floyd fan. So uh, literally, you would never expect this. It, it was felt like a full-size biplane. Oh, came shit. buzzing by my head. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> this thing is coming. It's dive bombing from the back of Phillips Arena into the wall. And then there's a huge fire crash. Holy like, what? shit. That was the opening of the show. And it, wow. it, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing. Although, yeah. all the if you could just, the political stuff, he's a moron. Right. But, you know, he's... he's it was it was seeing somebody doing right. this. I mean, that's his seminal piece of work. Right? I mean, that I mean, was. How do you? How big do you think that thing? Is? It was like something you would see. It looked like it was as big as a World War II plane, like a. Well, when you get in an arena were, like were that, it probably looks kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody died. <laughs> what a show! Yeah. Did they get the black box? Figure out what's going on. We got to do this show in Cincinnati <laughs> tomorrow night. We got to figure out what went wrong. <laughs> I need that plane. <laughs> <Right>. Oops. 
<laughs> also, another really cool thing is at the very end, after the wall goes down, um, and yeah. the last song on the wall is that uh, really kind of slow and the artist and the bleeding well, hearts, blah, 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 blah. It's yeah. like, and it has a, it has a, a, a horn on it. So, bah, bah, bah. Well, the cool thing was everybody came out in front of the wall, so the wall's all over the place. Yeah. But it was completely, it was, if you could be sub-acoustic on the last song. I mean, after this, this technological right. flurry, um, it's, like it's, it's came just, out a... literally, uh, Roger Waters was playing a horn, yeah. um, a guy on a banjo, guy on acoustic guitar, and it was just a really sort of lovely way to end such a high-tech, you know, right. kind of thing. Wow. And, and he had a better attitude, and he said at the end that the whole thing had started because he felt disconnected from his audience at that point in his career. Right. Now he had come completely full circle, you know, to feel very close to the audience. It was very, like, sort of really kind of cool vibe at yeah, the end. Because cool. there was no encore. I mean, it was just the wall, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Couldn't come out and play around a bunch yeah, of you can't. debris. <laughs> and now we're playing Wish You Were Here. <laughs> <laughs> that was one show in the past year where, you well, know, I don't care what Mustang said. Everybody kind of left, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of like, the lower deck, we want Rod, Sally, right? Yeah. That Rock and Roll Hall of Fame jam at the <laughs> right, end, was, right. which I fucking hate. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, Clapton and Robert Cray. Yeah, it's and, everybody yeah. together at the same time, sounding right. like shit. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but that was, you know, I don't go to a lot of big stadium shows, you know, and uh, that was one. And I'm not a huge Floyd fan either, but I was like, that's going to, that's, it's just going to be a spectacular. Right. You know, event. There's a thing, you know, Widespread Panic has that panicstream.com. Yeah. You ever go there? No. They have great shows there of a lot of different people. And there's a there's a real good thing of this, of the wall. Oh, really? And it's about a three camera. It's not, it's not, as, it's not like you wouldn't release it as a DVD or something, but it's pretty well done. And an it's an worth idea. checking out. It's worth, the whole thing is on out. there. Yeah. Yeah. Widespread. You know, I'm getting, it's getting harder and harder to go to these big, huge shows because this well, is monetarily they, or monetarily right. and well, you know, 200 bucks for a rock and show you're just, and you're yeah. just so detached it's over in an hour it's like yeah. shit you're just so detached you're from right. the show and we were talking i was you're right when i was that. out with yeah. my buddy who who uh who actually treated me to uh driving and crying for for the holidays thank you mark and thank you mark maloney and we were ta- i was telling him we had just come up with this idea like hey we're going to do this end of the year show and talk about some of our favorite shows from the past year and he brought up a good point of like what makes a great live show mm-hmm which, I mean, obviously, you could talk you've got to think about it for yourself to decide which of these shows I'd want to talk about. But that's one thing, these arena shows. Yeah, it's hard. You know, you're just so detached. I've grown so accustomed now to finding great local bands, mm-hmm. even, yeah. and going to see them at Smith's or at Peachtree Tavern I mean, it, or wherever it, it is. It sounds stupid. Right there. It sounds stupid, but if, you're, if you are close to a stage... You have a better time. Yeah. yeah, you really do, and it you're sucks. And you also the feel show. you feel the yeah, music, like you feel it inside right. of your body, which is right. a different thing. Which you're not going to, yeah. Like we, went, you know, we went and saw Van Halen a With few Mark, years ago, yeah. and we had great. We actually had great seats. You know, yeah. we, we lucked out, and I had a blast. You know, but it right. was at Phillips, right? And it yeah. was you know whatever Van Halen with Roth, and yeah. you know they were playing some great tunes, and I had a blast at that show. And I I think it was because I, I think if we were all the way back, I would have been like all right. right, a little detached, yeah. Well, yeah. the weird thing is that these shows now, like people, when I first started going to rock shows, first show I ever saw was Kiss at the Riverside Centralplex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It was the first time that they had a show at that place. Yeah. And so the first shows I saw were Kiss, Foghat, Bob Seger on the Night Moves Tour, and like Alice Cooper. 
And those shows, I was 15 years old. And yeah. when you walk in, it was just you, chairs, <laughs> a concrete floor, right. and marijuana smoke yeah. right. everywhere. That's that all. Was that was just yeah. everything. See, now, I, miss, I miss the 70s. But see, now at Phillips, <laughs> it's mean, like you have personal pan pizzas. <laughs> and <laughs> people know. have got like their double cafe latte. Oh, and I'm not against that as a thing in society or anything, but it's just not very rock and roll. It's, only, it's yeah. because you know? only you know, people with money can afford well, to go. Know, right, yeah. And people with money expect that. Yeah. That's why I want to watch. They want to bring their world. They're bringing their world into the rock and roll show when it should be the rock and roll show bringing that world. I talk about this with Ken Green and some people a lot. It's like as a as a person who goes to shows, I so much want a show that gives me more than I paid for. You know, it's so rare that it happens. It's like you go to these places and it's like, hey, buy our seventy dollar t shirt, and you know, and and we're going to give you, you know, just just this much. And you know, I want to put together a show. It's just like three flatbed tractor trailers. You know, stages, you know, and you put a crowd and it's a parking lot and it costs $15 and you see like the Almond Brothers and you see Blackberry Smoke and Driving and Crying and it's a fucking great time (laughs) and everybody can sell their merch and everything. But the crowd, depending on and the whole thing happens during the day, so you don't have to pay for a whole bunch of fucking lights or anything. And the whole deal is that you just turn and face whichever stage is being used at that time. And the other stages are (laughs) set up in between. (laughs) So it's like if the one band's over here, okay, that band's done. We'll give you 10 minutes to get some drinks inside you. Whatever, you turn this uh, way. Hello, Little do you man. remember Music Midtown? Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, get, you get like 15 bucks and you just have stock. A, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then, <laughs> can you imagine like what it would be like in this day and age to pay $15, yeah. see no. four great bands, walk away like, man, they gave me way more. Right. Everything now yeah. is so well, fucking, but, you know, okay, we've given you just exactly what we advertised. Right. Yeah. Buy our shirts yeah. and get the fuck out of here. I mean, yeah. that's the, uh, Music Midtown when they used to have it in Atlanta. I mean, a lot of people knock it, but. That, it, well, it was, was great if you didn't live in that neighborhood. When it was yeah, in, I mean, it was but cheap. when it was on Tenth Street, like Tenth Street and, and yeah. uh, Peachtree, there that was the that, best. That was the that best, was and the best. it wasn't a very expansive area. It was all like in right. a rectangle. But I right. saw I saw some great shows, awesome you know, shows, for yeah. like fifteen bucks. Yeah, know? I wonder if that'll ever come back. Well, I've always no. thought. Not not in town, you know. I've always thought, and I'm surprised it that should. more bands don't yeah. do this. But um, I happen to be a big Black Crows fan, which you know, no. everybody knows you? here and. Yes. No. And, uh, you know, I saw them a couple times Have this year. Have they been year. on the show yet? No. Well, Steve Gorman. In pieces. Okay, okay. How much love can you give the before they actually come on the show? Well, Gorman, I think Gorman was on the show. No, if you don't but, have the brothers fighting, you haven't had them yet. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. The one thing that they do that I've always thought, I don't even think they do it enough in some respects, but they've sort of gone away from even trying to do the stadium shows. And, all right, maybe they couldn't sell out Phillips Arena. I don't really know. Right. But they come to a town and they'll play, you know, they go to New York City, they play like five, six nights at like the Beacon Theater. Mm-hmm. They go out to Phil- out to San Francisco and they just end every tour the at the Fillmore yeah. with like a run of seven or eight shows. Right. And everyone is packed. And then you accommodate All those the same people. amount of people, but every one of those people gets a better experience. No, you're right. No, and I agree I've always thought if I... You know, if I was ever in that situation, that would be exactly. I would never want to play Phillips Arena, to be honest. Well, you know, no, it's funny. This that's is nothing Kevin, against Zach Brown and no, what they're doing how, and achieving. That's how, that's how Kevin Kenny feels. You know, really? he doesn't. Yeah. He hated. That was one of the cool things about going into this because, like everybody else, I thought it was going to be a story of a band that was so close and what happened and blah blah blah. Yeah. The worst professional experience that guy ever had was fly me courageous right. walking yeah. into big places a crowd that only wanted to hear one song you know all of that kind of shit and he 
since then has been very much, I like to live small. Yeah. He lives like you lived when you were 20 years old with some roommates right. starting a band. And he yeah. still lives exactly like that because to him, I guess that's where the inspiration comes from. But he feels weird at the Tabernacle. He, to him, that's a little too big. Yeah, he likes big. like 40 watt. To him, that's yeah. like, you fill up the 40 watt. And to him, that's the perfect size right. show. We saw the crows yeah. at the 41. We did. Many good. years ago. Anyhow, so that's my little Well, see, well the is, Black Crow should come on this show, if I can only say. They probably hate me, too. But <laughs> Well, it was almost better talking about the brothers fighting with <laughs> yeah, Steve the, Gorman. Gorman was great, and Gorman does a, a podcast, a sports podcast, of all things. Really? Yeah. And he's hilarious. He's great, and um, his podcast is funny as hell. He's got a, a guy that helped him get it started. He was on a sports show in Nashville, where he lives now, and did that a bunch of times. And then somebody contacted him, another podcaster, and right. this guy from Boston, Mitch Bloom, and was like, hey, man, I think you should do a podcast. Right. And so he helped him get it started. Now that's his partner. In oh, show. that's cool. The funny thing about his interview with Steve Gorman is we were going to rip you guys off. Um, I couldn't. <laughs> we, he, we were going to. We were going to, and we didn't. Feel we didn't, free to. We didn't end up doing it. <laughs> You're only but ripping off whoever I ripped off. He so. went and interviewed him up in D.C. because he was going up there to see the Crows anyway. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go, and I, I gave him the recorder, and I said, well, you go do the interview and, and come back. And, of course, you know, he got back, and he's like, I was so nervous, and, oh, I, I didn't get to ask anything, and I was such a douchebag, and, you know, I, I didn't. So we were going to Southside Steve him, and we were going to sit. Oh, we deconstruct us, it, right. We're going right. to sit here and listen to the interview and break his balls the whole time <laughs> about the interview. But well, and then the funny thing was, so he gave me the interview and I listened to it. I'm like, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A fine interview. I said, I can't break your balls about it. So what's the point? Let's just release it. So did he say the brothers fight all the time in the background? He mentioned it. A couple, he yeah. talked a couple. He well, talked it's a about known it a little fact. Bit. It is. Well, he, guys, made it, he made They it, fight he, about the weather. I mean, right. the it's best like thing it. he did was he was in a band living in the same house. I think Chris Robinson was living in the house and. Mr. Crow's Garden rehearsed in that house, and his band, um, Marry My Hope, which he started here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. kind of coming here to do that, they lived in the same house, and they would rehearse in the same house different times. And then he saw Mr. Crow's Garden and was like, oh, man, you know, that's the thing I want to be doing, basically. Right. And he was having a lot of arguments in his band, so he said, well, I thought, what better than to go join a band with the Robinson Brothers? Right. You know? <laughs> so he kind of just made a comment. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, he made a little a little dig. It's a little but window I mean, he, where you can see yeah. what's going on behind. I think uh, one of the coolest things he said was, I think, insights as far as like just how his position in the band and why it was kind of cool to talk to him was right. he talked about how close he is to Chris Robinson and that they're really good friends, and he does – they do get his humor and all that stuff. And he said, he's the first guy I want to sit down and have a beer with, the last guy I want to walk into a bar with. Right. So <laughs> that kind of gives you, again, those couple things, just a lot of insight yeah. into uh, was, what his situation was. Was that Crow's show there. at Chastain? Was that this year? No. See, that wasn't this Fuck. year. See, I, I, would, I would put that on my list. I know. That was a great I show. Would, you know, the Tabernacle show was, was okay, but that, that Chastain show that we saw. That Chastain was that this year? show was, no, that was, was last, last summer. Last fall. Fall. Son of a bitch. I've Where, never seen the Black Summer of 2009. I went to that one. Yeah. Was it, you was it the, I think the very end of the you, summer? Well, yeah. you were down there. I went. We were all there, but none of us were there like together. together. I've yeah. never seen the Black Crows. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, never they, I think you'd show. appreciate it. Oh, I know I'd like yeah. it. I like them. Um, See, well, this, that's This it. is you what the show was supposed to be. See what's going on here? Are they done forever? Well, they're calling it quits for a They're taking a long break, though. I mean, they in advance, they kind of said... We're going on hiatus. So. You know what? I can tell you, you know, all this stuff, nine times out of ten, 
people end up going back and doing what they do. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, they'll, they they'll go back and yeah. Yeah. They, they want to break Definitely. when they want to break, but they'll yeah. start missing it. I don't uh, think my that kids need braces. Well, I think they're beyond. I think crows are beyond. They've got all the money they need. I think those friggin' mortgage payments come every month. I thought how long is this going? Thirty years. Mansions are expensive. Hey, Rich, we're going on tour. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good way to make some cash. The Dickies Clothes Company called. <laughs> they want to sponsor a tour. We're out. <laughs> well, this, well, that was I saw them two times this year in D.C. and then here in Atlanta, and it was about a week apart. Yeah. And um, totally different shows. Great. Well, you like D.C. better? And I did like D.C. a little bit better. I just like the set list a little bit yeah. better. And I was we were on the floor. We were close. I was, you See? know, 15 feet from the stage. I'm talking about? Some people have told me that sometimes they, like, they get on these sort of jags where they won't do popular stuff or things. Is that true or is it not true? No. They okay. just switch it up. They, always have, right. they always have some of their, the like, popular okay. stuff in there. Yeah. In fact, uh, they, I think. Because I'm not a fan of that attitude from, no. you know, it's like like I was saying earlier about like Zach Brown or what, even around driving and crying, there's a, there's a, a group of people that are real close to him that. You know, of course, they hate straight to hell. You know, because right. there has to be a faction, right? And and yeah. and even like even around the band, real fans very close don't like. to the, right? You know, but to me, I'm positive. Look, you know, and I think Kevin feels this way. How how often do you write something that touches that many people? Yeah. Who are you to judge? You look out in the crowd, you go, "Fuck you, man!" People yeah. love this. They yeah. they love that. And I sometimes bands will get uh, this sort of thing where. I'm not saying they do. You're saying they yeah, don't. Yeah, no, I don't but, think but that they have. I, I mean, don't. I don't like that attitude. Where it's like we're not playing our hits. Did we, we go see Queens Rock together a couple of years ago? Was that one of the metal shows we saw? I don't Did know. I, with you? I mean, I'm not. They a big wouldn't fan do of sign like Lucidity. I was the only was, thing. Yeah. Or Jet knows. City Woman. Or Jet City Woman. No, neither one of them. Play it. Yeah. I mean, because that's the door in. You know what I mean? What you you you. I'm here now. I'm here. Play your other stuff. Right. Let me you're, know what you're, you're into. In show whatever. business, you got to give the people what they want. That's right. That's you right. do. You know. You, do. you don't. I mean, you don't. You can't let the people dictate the show. Right. But you also can't piss on them. Right. <laughs> See, that's why you're so lucky. You're in show business. You do. You guys pretty much do whatever you want except for curse. That's right. The FCC. We do have <laughs> you a. You can piss on them, but you got to charge them ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's usually what it costs me. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what I charge. <laughs> Make yourself available at the merch booth. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks, I'll piss on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, I didn't really have any gems when I was going back through it. Like other than think, like I didn't have any. Like oh man, I saw this. But I will tell you this one little thing, and I can't even remember the name of the band. But I'm gonna figure it out. I was looking today on YouTube to try and find it. I saw this band. band uh, we played. I played at Smith's Old Bar, and it was when it was the night we were playing with. I think one of the. Um, uh, Neville Brothers, yeah. the Dumpster, Dumpster Funk. Funk shows, yeah. and there was a bluegrass band, this huge bluegrass band, like eight members or eight or nine members, that played an early show upstairs at Smith's because they were kind of calling it quits. They had been together for many years. They were from Texas, and they actually had a really good following. Like a bunch of people mm-hmm. were there, yeah. and my drummer and I went out to just check out the show, and they were great. You know, they were one of these bands that was playing bluegrass, but they were incorporating all sorts of different right. stuff. Who, in who there. are they? I, well, uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm so gonna you saw this out. great I'm show that you can't tell us who it was. <laughs> I'm going to figure Thank it you for out. Telling us that, Ryan. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out, and, and I'll get. It I'm going to gonna see them. We well, you it. say they retired, so they had a great song <laughs> called <laughs> "Producers That Are Supposed to Research Your Shit." They had a great song called "Beer." 
And they just, you know, and the chorus was just beer, 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 yeah, beer. So that beer. might turn me off but right there. No, but I mean, it what? was like in the con, like the verses, you know, were hilarious. And then yeah. it just right. kind of got you there. So um, it was really good. I'm going to find out the name of that. But that was a nice little nugget right. show yeah. that I got to see that uh, I wasn't expecting at all. And that was really cool. Did I say this? I think I said this off the air. I saw a local band Stone Rider. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. I saw them do a set. I thought I thought they were really good. They've I mean, got a great the, logo. I have their CD. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I have it too. The, it's good. I, I haven't heard the CD, but the the guitarist was really, 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 really good. There. And where did you see them? At um, it wasn't Smiths. It was probably Dark Horse or yeah. is there still a Dark Horse? Ten well, it's called Ten, Ten, Ten High. High now. What were you doing out? No, no, no. It was uh, it was it was <laughs> Star Bar. Was where it was. Star, Star Bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was out. It was, actually, it was after uh, it was it was after a DNC show in like Loganville or something, and so I was out with them. Oh, and they just, wanted to just tool Kevin around. loves to watch music, man. He, he, yeah. I mean, he, if he likes something, he, it's right. funny because he'll be the only guy in the middle of the dance floor with like, a big yeah. fucking cowboy hat. Right. So I was out with him and Stone Rider, and there was a, a band after them that I saw a little bit of. They were like, they were pretty heavy, but they were pretty cool. It was like, uh, Bigfoot or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, they yeah. Were pretty uh, heavy. I mean, when, Bigfoot is kind of a super group. There's, um, Members of that band were in like the old Nine Lives bands. Huh. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Because the lead singer had a big mustache, beard mm-hmm. guy, could look like a biker. Huh. Like, like, remember those? Remember that like Artemis pile driver? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Artemis pile driver. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, great name. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. And those guys were good. And you know, yeah. there was like a They're bunch, of, bunch yeah. of bands in that you know era that kind of broke up and reformed. And yeah, I heard, I heard those guys were Stone good. Riders album. There, there's somebody we should definitely get in. I, I get the sense that. I've listened they were going to their call themselves Gomer Pile Drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, take it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I get the sense that they're better live than their than their album. I, don't, yeah, I, I mean, I like the album. I haven't heard the but album, but live, the, the lead guitarist especially can just take off. Yeah. Really just sort of take off. And I like that. I, I don't like I don't like guitars that, for some reason, I mean, I don't know what it is. Some people have soul and some people don't. Like, some people are technically yeah. really great. But I can't sit there and just listen to over and over again. But someone like um, the guy in Stone Rider, I mean, he can take off right. and there's soul in it. And you yeah. just kind of get on that, that wave and you if, if you ride have, it with them. You know? If you have chops, it's nice if you would have some soul with it, too. You yeah, know? you know. You can't just I'm, have chops. I'm not going to name names. Just shred. Yeah. I'm not going to name names because I know people who are shredders and right. they're actually good people and they're good at what they do. But it just doesn't move me just to. Yeah. So like, why are you Richard. looking at me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm looking at you. I was about to ask you. Look at Keith well, Richard. You, look, at, look at Keith Richard. Like, look what he does with it. You know, it's like that's you could. It's like E equals MC squared. Right. It's like, like right there. You know, or bow, bow, You know, I mean. Yeah. It's all yeah. in. It's you know. I'm asleep. Did you check out his book? Did anybody check out? I'm reading his book. All right, right now, is it good? Fucking great! Yeah. It's not is good. It? Have you read it? Anybody? I no, but it. guys, man, it no, he, he did a slew of interviews this year. Yeah. And I listened to all of them. Man, I'm telling you, the opening chapter of that book yeah. is such a blast. I that mean, happened this year. We can laugh. talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah, you will laugh out loud. It opens with the the bust in. Little Rock in okay. 1973 oh, really? or four or whatever, and I mean, you would think that Keith Richards like doesn't remember it, any of this. It's stuff? his voice. It's first person narrative. Little Rock, it's fucking hilarious. Really? I mean, it's really great, and uh, and you find out things about Keith Richard 
It's like he, he's an Eagle Scout. I had no idea. <laughs> he's an Eagle Scout, and there's a scene of him. He's like in a hotel room or something with the 100th anniversary of the Boy Scouts, which I remember a few years ago happening. And he was in a hotel room in New York or whatever, and he's watching the ceremony. Yeah. And he's all alone, and he stands up, and he gives like the Boy Scout salute <laughs> or something. It's like he not only was an Eagle Scout, but cherished it, still wow. loves it. It's a fascinating it's a fascinating read. Uh, God, God bless us. <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah, I recommend it. I don't know. I don't know who did. I think that the audio. I, I have the. I just have, I have a picture of Keith Richards at a campfire trying to rub two pieces of wood. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to knock my cigarette. <laughs> it's hot, baby. It's <laughs> my whiskey's cold. My whiskey's too cold. <laughs> I need a hot salty. I hear the audio book's good, Ronnie. too. The audio book is done by, uh, I think it's read by Johnny Depp. So yeah, it's, well, makes sense. it's like listening really? to yeah, Keith Richards. Yeah, it's like Keith Richards reading Keith Richards. Um, anybody that has come on the show or that you've interviewed on the show, it's funny, Peter Frampton just came into my mind. Oh, that was a uh, fucking I, I disaster. Know, I know it was. Um, that you can <laughs> well, think of happened? that was significant. Besides that, I don't, we haven't had a lot of musical people on really this year. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, we haven't. I thought there were some good moments. Of course, well, I can't I remember. Well, you got I, I don't. <laughs> they all blend together to me. So yeah. if there was something that stands out, now Peter Frampton, the most of it went well. But then we got, Larry said something. We get to the, the end. end. You know, Larry's into the tea party. You know, right. okay, fine, fuck it. It's America. That's what he's into. You know. So, yeah. but we didn't put Peter Frampton on the spot. It's no. like it's like I think that like Wait, just, no he had written there's a, some song on his new album like first of all we're being kind talking about the new album exactly he should be on the other end of the phone going hey I'm in love with these guys they're right. talking about my new album I'm right. Peter Frampton eight people are going to buy this fucking album <laughs> right I, know, I should be happy you know right. so exactly uh, and there's one called so it was about Churchill and so war and stuff and of course uh, this was uh, uh, you know the all the sort of reaction to Obama was happening like the year before the elections, the tea parties were going, it was getting real hot, you know? And so, but we, if you go back to that tape, we were totally cool. It was like, what's your opinion? And his opinion was different than Larry's. Right. Right. And, we were like going to say nothing about it. It's like this is well, your opinion. He's he, something was very pro. He, he heard one word, and it may have been or phrase. It, it right. may have been just tea party. He right. may have heard tea party well, and said, "Well, it, I got to go." It didn't even get like that. It was yeah. it was more like, "Okay, so you think?" So he had this anti-war thing or whatever. It would have been yeah. like close Gitmo tomorrow, whatever. Um, and we didn't challenge it. It's like he's a guest. Really, yeah. from our point of view, we thought people hear what we had to say every day. He's a guest. Right. That's his opinion. But when we didn't come back at him, that's when he's like, oh, well, it seems a little silent in there. Yeah. He pushed it. Right. right, and, right. Then yeah, it was like, and then it was like, you know, and somehow he was like, oh, well, fuck. He didn't say fuck, but he's like, the yeah. tea party, kiss off, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, there wasn't even, we didn't say anything. Right. It was a total, look, I used to be a big time liberal. I come from that side. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember being an arrogant, elitist motherfucker who thought that he knew everything <laughs> that everybody else and I immediately I got it from where basically it was like am I talking to people who might possibly disagree with me politically right. and then he's like just basically fuck you and the whole thing ended yeah. horribly and I'm sitting there thinking I love my life because who else lives a life where you're a kid Frampton comes alive. I'm listening to that album. I like getting stoned at 14, listening to wah 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 wah. Right. Or, you know, trying to make trying to make out with a girl who's like pushing me away. So, you know, like I'm having all this. And then years later, that guy is telling me to fuck up. Right. <laughs> That's a hell of a life. That's not bad. <laughs> well, in all fairness, he's probably bitter. Yeah. Because of uh, 
You know that chick, Sweet Connie, like the most famous mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. groupie? And yeah, like she that. said he's got She a, goes around the world telling everybody he's got the last small 20 cock, years right? that he's got oh, the smallest... Really? <laughs> that he has the smallest penis in rock and roll. <laughs> See, next time he calls in, you she, guys will I have started, a little ammo. I saw it just last week on this groupie show on VH1. And Cramping, again, <laughs> Cramping yeah, national she TV. She won't stop. She won't stop. <laughs> And she's she, this old bag. She's, she's writing she's a book called hot. Frampton Comes Alive. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Frampton Comes a Little. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, nice one. She's the one that's like, uh, in the, we're an American band. She's yeah, from Arkansas, in, from Little Rock, right. Arkansas. And she like, says, like, Sweet Connie was a, Yeah, is she like the one a, in that song? Yeah. Sweet, yeah. sweet Connie. Yeah, yeah that's her right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. That's nice. Right. She is Good not a looker. She's not a looker. How old is she? I don't know about then, but now she's not. Oh, no. Well, she was on Stern, now. too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what you heard on? She was on Stern, right? Did no, she write a book or something? She probably, I'm sure she No, has. VH1 had, had a show last week about the most famous groupies. Oh. oh. And, and with uh, Pamela DeBar. God bless her. Now, <laughs> another guy that has called into your show multiple times that when you guys announce it, I'm like, oh, God, I got to listen today. This is the best. Gene Simmons. Oh, that motherfucker. I know. But <laughs> I want to ask you, and I love it. Every time he's on, it is the best. I mean, come on. That is radio gold. No, no. I love it. Yeah, no, yeah. We'll never say no. Yeah, it's always course. a slight train wreck. Come on. You know, he's, he's the biggest asshole ever in the universe. But Eric. is there a little smirk there where he, that's his shtick? Or, I mean... I mean, when the, when I always when I'm uh, when you're in commercial, my do you notice view, anything different? From my point of view, well, well, no, he's, he's calling. On, he's always on phone. He always calls. Yeah. Okay. And you know, from my point of view, it really is just the most arrogant. Yeah. You know, like I'm Gene Simmons, right? You know what? What you're a radio host in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Who the fuck are you? Right. And why are you asking? You should I'm, just. You I'm should Gene just, Simmons. You should so. just let me right. plug what I want to plug. And kiss my ass. Right. And not ask me anything. And I can't even remember. What happened the last time? I don't what know. was it on the last time? But Larry gets so funny with it. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, like, you're just despicable. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Because Larry doesn't buy into his whole thing about how he has family values, even though oh, yeah. he fucks anybody he wants and whatever. And, right, that, you right. know, and he, he always <laughs> trumps, like, he's always, well, I've never done drugs and, you yeah. know, all this kind of stuff. And I think Larry's always challenging him on. You know, you you can't put yourself out there as this moral family values guy right. when you don't walk the walk. You know, and he's just like Barry. So Larry doesn't buy the. I don't know. Look at Gene Simmons you know. nowadays. I'm sure his wife is like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go do what you want to do. Go <laughs> Have just, sex with anybody you want. <laughs> yeah, right. Enjoy. Yeah. By the way, I'm going shopping. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being your a credit band card. with that guy? I was I was wondering about that because when you think about like Kiss. Kiss is great for what Kiss is. I don't listen to them. I mean, I, like I said, it was the first band I ever saw live, and I got caught up in that whole thing and whatever. And they are great at what they do. But, like, you guys are musicians. Like, you, you know, like, if, you were, if you're in a band and you're in a different band and you guys are out on the road and it's 1 o'clock in the morning, there's a good chance that there's a couple guitars in a hotel room and you're just sort of jamming together oh, yeah. and doing things like that. I can't imagine Kiss. Kiss uh, I cannot imagine no. Kiss sitting around jamming with other musicians, <laughs> you know. or right. Ace Freely, uh, maybe, but not Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was telling that to somebody and they said, no, but you got to understand, it's like a, you got to see that Kiss is like opera. You know, it's right. like it's like that. It's it's that it's a kind production. of production. It's, that it's kind a of straight up production. But, I mean, it's a business, and it's great for what it is. But yeah. those aren't great songs. I mean, I, I mean, come on, Shock it me. up. <laughs> I mean, I want to rock and roll all night. Is inspired. It has a thing. It touches on yeah. something. But yeah. I mean, if you just read the lyrics, you wouldn't be blown well, of away. Of course not. No, so, but God, he yeah. acts like he's fucking Bob Dylan. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. He's a, I'm great. Um, he wasn't. You know how Shatner has that talk show though. 
and he yeah. was on uh, Shatner's show, and it was. I hear that's good. a good show. I haven't seen that. Well, and, and Gene Simmons on that. Well, that's just two assholes. Matching. Exactly. So I was like, oh, what's going <laughs> to happen here? Who's going to be the bigger yeah. asshole here? <laughs> um, he was another one, Shatner, when he was on the show. You know? But every time. Gene is on that it always ends the same way. He's always like, All right guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta go. Jesse Ventura is the same way. We oh, always, yeah. we oh, always have him on Jeez. and it's always a fight and it's like we never say no and he What about the third <laughs> building? <laughs> I yeah, never man. wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Jesse Ventura's message is question everything, which I think is just yeah. – well, well, look, something – this is a table. I'm not going to question that. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I have to have At certain some things, point, okay? Yeah. I don't think that the – you know, I'm cynical and I, I'm a libertarian, but I don't think that everybody in the government wakes up every day trying right. to conspire against me. You know, right, it's like right, a, right. I understand it's a complex world, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean – I live down in Mexico. It's got to be – <laughs> Completely <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> Every morning I get up and I scrape grief from under my ball sack. <laughs> Make Have I showed you my ball sack lately? <laughs> it's huge. Now you kind of sound like Bigfoot. I did sort of. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah, yeah. You're mixing up your... Uh, <laughs> Not metaphors, but... Uh, uh, something uh, for us. God. Well, I turn on the light, man. Change the whole vibe. I know. Vibe the whole vibe. Well, was, was it getting too dark? I don't it was know. getting a little dark. I was, you know, it, was dark. it was dark. It was dark. It was the right thing to do. Was it? Okay. Yeah, sure. Good. Made the right call. But we changed. Yeah, we did change the so vibe. So now we're all bright. But you know what? I could probably be in a band with Gene Simmons because everything's regimented. That's right. Yeah. We're doing you this. Know now we're doing be this. And what you, you know could, where to be and what to do. You could be in a band with Gene Simmons as long as you were willing to kiss Gene Simmons' ass I got to go backstage at Lakewood recently. Yeah. When Kiss was there. That was the Gene has his own section, has his own tour bus, and it's just plastered with pictures of Gene Simmons (laughs) on the tour bus. You know, most tour buses come down, they're very discreet. Not this one. Nah, nah. Gene's in town. Got him with his tongue sticking out. His tongue's like 10 feet long on the side of the bus. Unbelievable. Have we ever told our uh, backstage George Thorogood story on the air? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) Is he a jerk? No, but. No. I'm a jerk. Yeah, Brian's a jerk. we were back. St- it was the, he was playing Chastain one year, and we were going. Yeah. It was he was opening for BB King. Yeah, and that was one of the years I said we got to go see BB King. And I think uh, Magic Fred. I'll give a shout out to Fred. Didn't he get us backstage? No, it was. Um, I'd like to say it was him. It wasn't. It was some couple that used to come see Ton of Honey. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, so he got Brian and I backstage, and BB was out there. You know, we missed George's set, or we saw George's set, but yeah. it was BB was out there. But George was back there with us, you know, just kind of roaming around and looked really nervous and freaked out. And uh, somebody <laughs> he was said, be sitting in. Somebody yeah. said, George is about to go sit in with BB. He's never, he's like his idol. Right. He's never sat in with him before and he's like losing his mind, you know? Yeah. So, of course, Brian and I, the fucking goofballs, you know, we're back there and we're not to, none of this is to him, by the way, but it's like, you know, off to the side. Off to the but side. We must have been room. distracting the shit out of him because we were dying laughing, like on the floor laughing because Brian's going, ah, George. You're going out to sit in with BB for the first time, huh? That's the shirt you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> the sleeveless white tee? Okay. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. 1980, maybe that's what you want. Brian was on a roll with all, all that. Right. Bull- and yeah. I was dying. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I we couldn't were breathe. It's and like two schoolgirls in the background. There wasn't people back there. Right. You yeah. know, and us two idiots. So at what point did he look at you like, hey. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I didn't want to look at him. <laughs> I know. it. <laughs> we kind of realized what we were doing in the moment and yeah. sort of were like, we better, yeah. we better pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> better shut the hell up. 
<laughs> Just one of the examples we always bring up when we try to explain to people what assholes we yeah, are. Yeah, right. That's a good one. Well, it's important when you're, when, you're, when you're pointing out musicians that are assholes and other people that you've seen that are assholes, that in fact sometimes people who are there it who are not playing that level. night can yeah. be assholes as well. And, and fuck I've up been your a, whole set. I've been an asshole backstage myself. So Have you? In my life, I'm sure I've said things. I mean, I'm smarter now with people. Although I have met people like, I mean, sometimes people are just, I think, you know, if, if you're a musician and you you really affect people sometimes. Now, yeah. you don't have to carry that around with you all the time. You're living your life, whatever. But it's not too much to extend a hand, shake a hand, yeah. take yeah. a couple of seconds, do the presidential thing, you know, where you like look in the eyes, ask a question or two, say yeah. thanks for coming, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and move on. And or invite so, people up on stage to sit in your chair with you, yes, while, with their yes. Super Bowl rings picture, on their fingers. Their Super Bowl rings. I mean, I've, I've I've had experiences with people backstage where you just feel like, okay, fine, right? If you don't want me to be your fan, fine, right? <laughs> so yeah, I won't go out of my way to try to meet you. Okay, I'm not, you know. Yeah, that's got to be disappointing, especially when you, you know, I was doing the Gorman thing, super nervous, right? And uh, you know, had emailed with him and stuff, and and. Felt like things were cool, and then all of a sudden you're in front of him and you're nervous, and it's like if he was anything less than you know as gracious as he was, mm-hmm. you know, it could be really disappointing, awkward. I think know. I told you I mean, at the time I met Elvis Costello. I was living in in Glendale, California. One of my best friends was working for the Tonight Show. That's a, a that's a guy who you would be all freaked out to meet. Yeah, my friend yeah. was a writer at the Tonight Show, and he at the last minute he realized Elvis Costello was going to be on. Yeah. And I was about, it's like a 20-minute drive, really, if there's not a lot of traffic between rather than Glendale and the Burbank Studios. So he, like, calls me and says, look, Elvis is going to be here. I already got your name at the, at the guard thing, you know. And so, and it was great because I, I showed up and literally I watched him from, you know, if the crowd's here, I'm under the bleachers and Elvis is right there. And it was really oh, cool, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, to watch it that way. And so I brought a thing to be signed because at that time I was a huge – I'm still a fan. But, I mean, I was a huge Elvis Costello fan at the time. And so after the after the show, that little labyrinth back there at the like, – if you've ever seen Larry Sanders, it looks just like that back there. <laughs> okay. You know, just a little labyrinth. And so my buddy says, look, there he is. Got to go get it now. Oh, yeah. And literally, Elvis is – it's a small – it's a corridor. He's leaning against an exit that, boom, you can hit and go – and so I, I go up, I bring Imperial Bedroom, ask him to sign it. He could not have been more disinterested oh. in me as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> that particular album, You're, signing whatever. Right. Literally signed it as he's leaning against the, you know, the you lean against the emergency exit door and it opens with that <laughs> thing, you know. Right. He's like leaning against that signing Back to me, roll right. out the door. <laughs> Shoulder roll out the door. I Calling been, a cab. Dude, I have been giving you money. Yeah. yeah, and doing yeah. your PR with my friends for fifteen fucking years. But I'm sure you've been on the other side of that. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't give you. T- I, I'll. What do you mean? Being because I have fans. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'm, always, I'm sure you're always I'm gracious always and nice. Two minutes. I mean, I've got <laughs> two yeah. minutes for anybody. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you mentioned Larry Sanders. Did you see Elvis Costello on I can't, the Larry Sanders show? I know you had to remind me. Like I saw yeah. a lot of those. He sold Hank the car that caught fire and burned to the ground. You got <laughs> to see that. You know, those, Best show they ever. just released all those on DVD. That's a great show. I've Larry Sanders is great. I've only seen a handful. Great of them, show. But yeah, if really those are on good. Netflix, I'm going to start getting. The one with I the liked Cuban. his other show too before the Larry Sanders show. Um, it's Gary Shandling show. It's Gary Shandling show. This is the theme to Gary show. That's the opening theme to Gary. The great Larry Sanders show is the one with the cigars. 
I remember that one where, where he gets uh, Hank gets uh, real Cuban cigars and the, the investigation comes oh, down yeah. and it ends <laughs> and they got that little kid from Make a Wish Foundation on the same show. It's very funny. Is Hank the Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah. 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 Hey now, that guy. Hey now. Hey yeah. Now. Hey now. Applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do we got? I don't know. What else? Shit! I just had a bunch of shit going on in my head. Now it's yeah, it happens to me all the time. Should we? Uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap. Are you it talked up? out, or you want to keep going? Look, I, this is your show. I want to say, Ira, you just got to do what you want to do. I'm sure man. you've had drunken guys come up to you yeah. somewhere. Oh, look at the guys! Yeah, it happens maybe, daily. and they want to hang <laughs> on you, you know, all night long. No, no, I mean, there is that. I mean, there's, I mean or but, maybe two guys in Centennial Olympic Park when a concert was canceled. Exactly, <laughs> talking my ear off. <laughs> Well, that's a good example, right? I mean, I was cool, very right? Very cool, very gracious. Cool. I was you like, I mean, but yeah. it's, it, except look, Brian walked away and said, "What a fucking." At asshole. some point, <laughs> at some point, the person that's coming up to you can then okay, then they've gone too far, right? right. And I don't yeah. feel bad. It's like okay, anybody like if I took this to the court of justice, everybody, the jury would say, "Yeah, he's getting in your face." So right. at that point, I have the right to go. All right, this has gone on long enough. Yeah. But that's always going to be after after what's your name. You know, that kind of shit, you know, yeah. a little a slight conversation yeah, yeah. or, but yeah. then there are people who hey, will, thanks, not, thanks. there are people like you talk to them and you're at a place or something and you talk to them and you do the thing and yeah. everything has a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. How yeah. are you? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I love yeah, sure. I'll sign. Yeah. Sure. I'll sign that. Hey, it's great. Thank you. And then, and then you go and you go do another thing or whatever. And then you come back around the corner and there's that person again. Yeah. And then so, okay, well, that's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Blah, blah. You're enjoying it. There's always a second, you know, yeah. type of thing. But there was one lady this couple of years ago. I just could not shake. And at one point see? I turned to her and I said, Look, Excuse I me. can't put you in the trunk of my car and take you home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's to, what you're looking for. Right. This, this, this has to end somehow, some way. This isn't going to bloom into a... Uh, but if you, you don't know. leave me alone, I'm going to put you in the trunk <laughs> of my car, car. <laughs> and leave you there. Oh, that's too good. I mean, one of the funny things about Brian's Steve Gorman interview it, that we were cracking up about was... Yeah. There's a point where they're talking about how Chris Robinson was starting to be oh, recognized, mm-hmm. you know, a lot when they were starting to get big. And, you know, Steve, you know, and they would go around and Chris would be recognized. And it was starting to be a hassle and blah, 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 blah. So Brian, and he's just saying how, like, nobody even – he's like, I'm just walking next yeah. to him. It's like nobody knows me. I'm the right. drummer in the band. Right, right. You know? right. Well, and – you know, it, it was very innocent what he said, and I totally got what he said. But it just—if you step back from what Brian says, it's so fucking funny. He's like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, the same thing used to happen to us. You know, my my singer would get recognized around. We'd go town, places, you, you know, know and, and because he's the singer, you know. And I stepped back for that for a second. I'm like. He's talking about Chris fucking Robinson. <laughs> right. <laughs> trying to, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm recognized. They saw me at Moe's. Good know? point. Good point, Brian. Good point. I yeah. see a lot of myself in the oh, Elvis yeah. Presley right. story. <laughs> going to, right. going right. to McDonald's and like, weren't you here yesterday? <laughs> Nobody even asked me. Right. Well, yeah, I got recognized. That's what I love about like certain levels of fame. Like I have this – I always say it's great. Like I have like 60-mile radius fame. Like I can right. drive out of my fame. Right. It's not hard right. for me to just get in a car <laughs> right. and actually drive out of my fame. And not be famous. It's like Brad Pitt has to fly a long way. Oh, yeah. He's got to find like an island somewhere oh, yeah. where there's only natives left to fly yeah. out of his fame. That's about and it. And then like uh, Ringo Starr doesn't have the ability to fly out of his fame. Right. <laughs> he could dr- I just walk out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> even, even the dog doesn't recognize me. <laughs> dog comes up and Kisses on you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you again? You know me. <laughs> Come on. here. I feed you. Feed you every but night. the dog won't piss on his drummer, so it still goes That's down. That's right. It's uh. still... 
<laughs> the hierarchy is always there. Um, yeah, well, I've never been recognized. Actually, no, I will say this. I was recognized a couple times, but I had friends in town. This is like way back, like in the early days of Ton of Honey, 98, you know, something like that. And I was at Mose and Joe's. Uh, Mose Hos. And I had some buddies in town. Uh, actually, this guy and his now wife, who he proposed to down here, they were in town for that. We went out to Mose and Joe's. And we're sitting there, crowded bar on a weekend night, and somebody came up to me. It was like, hey, a ton of honey. And I was like, oh, my God. This has never happened before. And how great that it was happening, like, in right front there. of my – Right there and then in front of my friend. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it happens all cool. day long. <laughs> you know, people who annoy me, that, that, that like, anybody that gets recognized or whatever, you know, musician, actor – I don't buy it for one second that it's like you were saying, Chris Robinson. It was becoming a problem. Why was it becoming a problem? Because you're successful at what you do. I mean, all the only reason I ever started doing stand-up comedy, which is the reason that I started doing anything else in my life, is because I did not want to have a real job. I could right. not sit in right. a fucking cubicle. I would have killed myself. I mean, literally, I yeah, would this not. This is the toughest thing you got to deal would, with. Right. right. Well, that's the right. other side of it. Well, the other, I believe the other me, side I of it is that complain you know, about it. Is that you? Know. You know that you're going somewhere yeah. and people actually are moved by what you do or they like what you do and i i just don't buy that at all like hey i'm trying to eat here no fuck that i eat every day this guy wants to have a word with me yeah, right. that's cool, you know yeah. i mean and i'm i would say that all the way up to you know the president well he's different because he's got security concerns but anybody <laughs> under that anybody under that i mean it's like take a moment say hi yeah. to somebody and then if they start being a jerk that's right. the problem on the local level, yeah, is people start nice. They say, "Oh right. yeah, I love the show, love the show," and yeah. then you know, right, like, thanks, man. like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. too much of a big uh, shot to. Uh, Fifteen right. minutes later, it's yeah. like you don't fucking know what work is. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody needs to go and check out. Alec Baldwin did the intro for Paul McCartney, like on the Kennedy Center Honors thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's funny. It, he just kind of turns you know Beatlemania basically into like a disease, like right. illness. Uh-huh. And it just the whole thing is really funny. Like, you know, this poor guy, you know, then they're reduced to playing. They're playing like these stadiums. And then he's like, then they're reduced to playing like, you know, the Ed Sullivan shows. Or, or, just, or a rooftop, a, probably. Yeah, it's just got a funny little vibe to it. So go check it out because I can't, you know, Alec reenact with it all. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he he pull, pulls it off well. Sounds like so. he's got a good sense of humor, too. He does, yeah. So uh, all right. anyhow. When he's not being a moron, he's quite funny. Uh, Alex, well, he's not calling his eleven-year-old a pig. Well, that yeah. he's quite. <laughs> hey, it wasn't a you know. Hey, hey he's a you caught me at a bad moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think we covered the last year um, proficiently? Well, we no, didn't cover reality. I don't think okay. we did it all. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a year, but that's so. okay. Well, actually, if you guys don't mind, you know, I'm a huge fan of your show. Can I talk about your show just for a second? You can, but you always put me on the spot like you asked me about this person or that no, person. No, I don't. And I don't remember them. But Oh, well, that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but no, I won't, I won't ask you anything kind of After what I just said, now I have to be like, no, I don't want to talk about that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck do you think I am? You know, I have a life. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, trying, I'm trying to drink a milkshake here. Um, well, you guys just resigned, right? For Larry did. Oh. Oh. No, no, I mean, I'm going to. I just said I wasn't going to be controversial. No, no, I don't care about controversy. That's, that's interesting, actually. Was no, that... I'm about to resign, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm just not just because. What do you I'm mean just not that? right now. Yeah. I have until January 15th or something. Yeah. Um, so I, they, always sweat try to, well, they always try to make me sweat it out. So why shouldn't oh, I? So just... you're just in negotiations for terms. 
Well, not even that. At the end of the day, I'm going to sign. I mean, it's 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 funny because so yeah. you guys aren't you guys aren't a package deal as far as the we have different we we have different yeah management now. I mean, you know, okay, agents we have different okay. agents. Um, but I, you know, I just. I mean, you, you, don't only think get to, th- you only get to make these people sweat once every three years. So you got <laughs> to make them sweat a little bit. I mean, it's the only leverage I have. Is what I, have I mean, really? Sign. Is there any thought that fucking I'm not going to do it anymore? Or? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, 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 I look, see I mean, Four Faces Radio coming. <laughs> 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 this no, is the audition I, tape. I mean, um, uh, you know, I don't... I don't no, I've, I, I'm going to sign, but yeah. it's not... You heard it here, folks. It's yeah. one of those things where... I actually have to look at this thing, like because the economy is not that great. Right. I think you have. I think this is not news to people. Really? <laughs> the economy, <laughs> the economy I'm is. I'm still not driving that great. my Lamborghini. I don't know what you're driving. <laughs> and you know, if I won't get into specifics, but in the new contract, basically, it kind of stays the same for three years. Okay. You know, and which like I could throw a fit about. Like I could go, look, this is bullshit. Yeah. Stay the same for three years. But. I look at the thing that it's staying the same at, and it's like, and right. I look at the world, yeah, and I look at myself, right, and nobody would have bet on me when I was seventeen years old. Nobody, not yeah. my mother, not my sister, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> not my best friend, would have bet on me as somebody that would be anything close to successful at anything. So, you know, I'm, I'll take I, it. It's, but <laughs> same, it's even same been, with me, and they would have been right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna have a great second half. <laughs> Uh, so, Actually, yeah. all those people would have bet on me, yeah, and look where I am. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm looking. I'm trying not to be. Yeah, you, I could be a jerk. It's understandable, but, but, I don't, but you are in a position. You that, always want to be going like this, yeah. you know. But yeah. you know, this ain't so bad. Right. And you look around, and everybody else is really fucking, you know, having trouble. So I'm gonna sign, but I don't want to do it forever. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm liking it. Right. I'm liking it to a certain degree, but I gotta tell you, you know, after a while, when you are working in a room. And everybody's talented. Look, that's why the show works. Yeah. I'm not. Everybody's talented. They're my friends. They're the people. They're going to have a front row at my funeral. They've been <laughs> in my life in my life a long time. You we're know, gonna, we're going to be in the back. But they're <laughs> all. Be there. You guys will be playing it. They're all <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta's number one funeral band. Ton of honey. <laughs> but Can we get a contract on that? They're <laughs> all neurotic, you know, and like so. Yeah. When you it's, you come in every day. And I like put this sort of shell over yeah. myself. Well, with any workplace. And that's what I'm thinking. Right. You know what? It's yeah. not perfect in any workplace. No, there's always not. troubles or there's always people yelling at each other or whatever. Right. But there yeah, truly some are stories. some days. And I know you guys know this in bands. And it's funny. I see it when I'm following Driving and Crying. It's the same type of thing. Creative people. You're putting on a show. Yeah. You know, you're, you're doing all that kind of stuff. But sometimes the neurosis gets so heightened that you just really want to just Take a walk. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Look, how about this? I'll come back in twenty years, and you guys will all be at least twenty years old then. <laughs> I'll be able to deal with adults. Right. You know, so well, you're dealing with yeah. you're just dealing. It's like in an I mean, it's improvisation. Thing. It's creative minds. You know, yes. I mean, you guys are all very talented and creative, and creative minds get you know have those. Yeah. Well, but see, I have a lack of issues. Can I tell you this? I'm at a point in my life where I just have. I used to have a bunch of issues, yeah. and I used to have anger, and I used to not. Don't don't call me a shock jock. I don't. Right. All that. Shit is gone. I don't. I just don't have. I just right. like. I'm 46. I woke up this morning. There was no traffic jam. That's a pretty good fucking day. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. I don't. I know. I don't. Like my standards right. for happiness are not up here. Well, and it's and like, you bringing that up reminds me. I mean, the first time that you did this show, I remember. You know, after you left here, you know, being envious of you. <laughs> not, you know, not because you're. You know, 
on the, working on the radio because you know that I'd like to. But just that's the way you seemed. You know what I mean? I've you know, I, to that point. I, I I could really tell that it was like. You know, look, I I go in and I do my show and everything's yeah. cool. And it's, blah, blah. You, you talked know. a lot about the the firing and all that stuff, and then it seemed like you really had come around. You know what? This is a pretty good thing here. Yeah, it's a good you know gig. the reconciliation and all that stuff. It's what I know. do, and it's, I got yeah. my family. Yeah. And I'm, you know, you know and, what I found, and then people can take this for life advice, yeah. or they can disregard it because something that works for me may not work for somebody else. But I spent a lot of time in my twenties, thirties. Looking for meaning in life, looking for this and that, and what do I have to do for happiness and working? And I swear to God, what I found out for me personally is the search for happiness is what causes misery. <laughs> because there's no such thing except once misery. You, once, right. once you stop, you should put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> once you stop searching for happiness, yeah. you actually find out that it was always there. It's a matter of whether you avail yourself to it. Right. Tragedy, happiness. All that shit's always there, and people think, well, if I get this right, and I put this here, and I put this over here, and I get this there, the next Wednesday equals happiness. Right. Because all these <laughs> sounds like my system. Yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. You just have to just like look. If nobody calls with cancer or anything like that, that's yeah. a good day. Yeah. And you just sort of, you know. I don't live in Bangladesh. That's what I look at. It's like that's true. Well, you can always say that. You can put a big blanket. There's another T-shirt. Blanket. I don't live in Bangladesh. I could have been. I mean, I could have fallen out of a vagina in Bangladesh. I had nothing to say about what vagina and where I fell. You know, I had nothing. to Fell out in America as a white male. You pretty much won the lottery on birth. I'm an atheist, and I don't think there's anything after this. I'm just going to enjoy it. And you know, I have a story about a vagina in Bangladesh. Oh wait, no. Oh, this is great. Try to go back in when they come. <laughs> What's I really? But what Bangladesh? <laughs> yeah. I'm staying. That's right. <laughs> Let's climb back. Let's get back on a plane. Even George Harrison's dead. Right. Nobody's going to help me now. Is it even Bangladesh anymore? It might be called something. Else. It is right. Bangladesh. I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start a T-shirt company after this episode. I think because we've got three good T-shirt ideas. <laughs> I oh. don't live in Bangladesh. Oh, T-shirt uh, uh, Ask me about my Super Bowl ring, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> The the pursuit of happiness starts with misery. I don't know, or yeah, the, yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know what that last ends one was. in misery. Ends in misery. Happy pursuit always ends in misery. Yeah, or causes misery. Something yes. like that. What's that? Kevin texted me last night a, a t shirt idea. Huh. We, but should, it was a, we should do these t shirts on our no, TV no, it's typewriters. Like it's not like that. I thought I'd bring it up. I wouldn't have brought it up except that you guys brought it up. But we were going back and forth. Yeah. He was texting me about how he's not going to do a blue set last night. Continuing the right. scandal of uh, right. of the tabernacle. And whatever, somehow we got into this back and forth text thing about uh, space and, you know, whatever. Oh, boy. And uh, basically, I got around to the fact that I knew people on Pluto, and if he played his cards right, he could be the next ambassador. Yeah. So his text is, I'm their man. I would start my campaign with a t-shirt design. Pluto got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and on the back, Pluto the dog getting fucked by Hubble scientists laughing. Now that. <laughs> There's your t-shirt. <laughs> that's that's a, little, a t-shirt That's a little bit more involved I, than I can see it. how that could be a fun guy to hang out with That's pretty well, good Well you know I can't betray the Because uh, I know things that people don't know about the next album But yeah. talk space And talk about space is a lot of like um, What's going on in the run So if we digress on stuff We digress on there being 145 billion gallons You know my thing about space right the, How big space is have I ever done Probably. that here before? It's very quick. It's very quick. Yeah. But it, I think that most people don't realize how big I feel like, I feel like you've done the it universe show, is. You know, I probably have. But yeah. um, 
I, I really believe, this is my own, my own belief, yeah. that most people don't think about it. But if they did think about it, they think that the universe ends somewhere past Pluto. Like they, I think most people think the solar system. Oh, come on. I people honestly, no, you even, dude, so? even the heavily religious dude, people don't believe. Dude, you wouldn't believe how many people don't know the sun is a star. You would be <laughs> yeah, that's freaked true. out by yeah. how many people don't know the sun is a star. So this is my way of showing how big the universe is. So at the speed of light, which would get you from that chair to the surface of the moon in one and a half seconds, traveling that fast yeah. from that chair to the moon in one and a half seconds. All right. It would, there's 145 billion galaxies in the universe, at least, and we're in one of them. But at the speed of light, it would take you 100,000 years to go from Jeez. one side of the Milky Way galaxy to the other. And that's just one, that one galaxy. That's one yeah, galaxy. That's that's, and it's one out of 145. That's us. That's us. It's our fucking galaxy, <laughs> one, bitches. <laughs> one out of 145 billion galaxies. Yeah. And here's the kicker: 94 percent of space is empty. So that's how far flung right. these things are. That's how big space is. That's pretty freaking phenomenal. The universe. And here's the new thing. Are you I, trying to blow up my head? Which well, this is <laughs> scanner this, style? This is the new thing. It's like a ninja. Mm. This is the new thing that they just found out. This is this is brand new shit. They just found out that the universe, everything that's ever been known as the universe, they've just found out is inside of something else, traveling at a million miles an hour, all in one direction, towards something or being uh, attracted to something. They don't know what it is because they can't see outside the universe. But it turns out everything that we're in is just going a million miles an hour towards something else. It's called Dark Flow. Check it out. Dark Flow? Dark Flow. I like it. Not just a bad period anymore. <laughs> 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 what's going to happen when we crash when we into there, it? Yeah, you know, one of those devices. <laughs> we had all the time. Yeah, we don't want to be doing that for well, Our universe is about to crash. <laughs> <laughs> Get me? We're going a million miles per hour. We're going to be the only survivor. <laughs> so should I even ask what, what Kevin's side of that conversation Adam. was like? Kevin's side of that conversation was... No, wow, but, man. But so, there was one night we were listening to Led Zeppelin... From like one in the morning and talking about the Beatles. You guys had to have had some space. good weed that night. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was. We were having this. This was, it was. We talked about the Beatles for two fucking hours. Yeah. It was. I that think was, we that did was that. Like our first. We podcast. did that. We did that yeah, here the first. Once. Time. Yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, Led Zeppelin was in the back. It was. It was fantastic. We got into space and and all this shit. I have really become Kevin's friend in the last two or two months or something. Even though I've been around them for like a year or so, yeah, right. I've really gotten to the point where I feel like I can like. You know, like you, you jump over yeah. that bar with people. Right. Like yeah. you feel like, okay, and there's like, like am I just like a fan? Like, or? Well, but even even beyond even just regular life, like when you meet somebody, there's the there's the times where it's like, well, I got to let them know I'm coming. Okay. Right. Is, that, yeah. is that all right? You know, and then there's a the moment where you to just, drive them to the airport. Drive them to the airport. We're officially friends. Yeah. For Kevin, it's when he starts te- when he started texting me back. Yeah, because yeah. for se- eight months, it was I would text into ether. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, hey, man, I just had a good time with you. And I texted like right. nothing. No, nothing, yeah. And somewhere about two or three months ago, yeah. you know, Gorman, a conversation I know about started. You know. <laughs> Gorman's your friend. Gorman's he texted friend, you yeah. back. He texted me first. That's true. You see that? That's, I think that's a good because I like texting. I, to me, texting is like, great. I don't like because you can just get right to the point. Oh, yeah. You know, and just you don't have to be like, yeah, the weather, blah, blah, blah. And all just that kids shit. out there, don't do it while you're driving. I don't driving. do it when I'm driving. I, well, I, I do, but I'm very good at it. You're probably not good enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Gene. <laughs> Maybe they should well, have driver's ed classes for schools now. <laughs> yeah, right. Teach kids text how to text while driving. Yeah, right. I think they should put it up like a parallel park have, while driving. We have the technology, so I mean, you should be able to put it right into the windshield. Yeah. Everything should be up there, so well, all you got to do is be, just put your eyes up a little bit and 
should just be able to talk it. Speak, you know, just speak it. Yeah, but know? then we all look crazy driving around. Blah, 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 People you know, are like, doing that anyways. Oh, we're, we're, uh, we're doing that too with, with their Bluetooth. hands free. Oh, uh, the Bluetooth thing. I'm sorry, man. You're still a dick. I, I mean, know. are you the Bluetooth guy? No, how, how no. I know but, people who are, but I mean, how you can walk around with that fucking thing in your oh, ear and not know you're a dick? Yeah. And and then like when they thought it was cool to make it look like a little phone. Oh yeah, you know that like was no it didn't just the help. blue light coming out of you like out of yours. Well, I hate when I see people wearing it in like a club and the, you know it's yeah. loud and who are you talking to? You yeah, know it, exactly. Oh, people don't have to shut up in clubs. You know that. I, I mean, know that, that but, amazes me and that doesn't. I have no anger about it anymore. It's just like people don't know better. Oh and, no, the, the worst one actually. Was I saw a guy sit in at Northside, no. <laughs> and he was wearing a flute. Oh. <laughs> he got up on oh. stage. Oh. Uh, some, I don't even know who it was. But <laughs> Imagine I was like, in the middle of the solo. Sorry, I got to take this. Yeah. Hold on I wish I had my... A you know, blues man with a Bluetooth. That's not right. <laughs> no, it, it really blues wasn't. <laughs> a blues tooth. Wow. I mean, that's some that's douche bad. chills right there. <laughs> that really is. Um, and it, it's amazing to me how people cannot know when they're being a douchebag. Oh yeah, I mean, just I mean, the obvious, but we can all yeah. be douchebags. That's about half the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lack yeah. of. Um, but I, ca- I catch myself being a douchebag, and but you're not walking around with an affliction shirt in uh, in December of 2010. <laughs> I mean, if you were walking around, are you? <laughs> if you had one on in January of 09, you might get yeah. a pass. Like this might be cool. Who knows? Yeah. People are starting to wear these things, but you walk around, you see some guy with. It's like, how do you not know? I know. How do yeah. you not know that that is making you look like a douchebag? Well, you know what's related to that is, uh, you know, it's like the. You I know, guess the, I'm being elitist here, but I'm well, no, no, but I, I know what you mean. <laughs> but there's a similar thing about that. Uh, uh, you know what the problem is? Because there's tons of douchebags on TV all the time, and, and they're and like, yeah, like the they're like reality oh, shows. Do you ever realize that you were being a douchebag? Isn't yes. that a sad feeling? I'll be walking around thinking about my, something that my I did props a few to days ago. God, yeah, it was a, a douchey douche mood. How did I do that? Have you ever noticed that like time is the only thing that heals that? Like if you, yeah. if, you if you're a douchebag, yeah. or you act like or you say something or you do something totally inappropriate, there's nothing you can do except just wait for time. Yeah, it's like, like, a, like it's four like a weeks bad later hookup. it won't bother you, but right. for the next forty eight hours yeah. it's just gonna be top of yeah. mind, like I'm such a dick. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a bad hookup or going back to the ex or something like that, and you're like, Oh god, it's just well, it's, terrible. it's funny when I you know think about Facebook sometimes and I think about some of the you know, cheesy shit I did in high school, and sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe I should get off Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. Well, well, you, I don't want these people remembering me. Well, that that's pretty. But I mean, look at these kids now. They don't know any better, man. They're they putting don't. all kinds of shit up yeah. there, and it's it's True. just gonna make them all. You gotta go. What time is it? It's six. Yeah, you don't have to give me signals. We talk about everything. I know. Oh, it's six. Yeah, I gotta go too. I'm supposed to be at dinner right now. A dinner with your yeah. wife? Uh, with are we some all invited? friends who are in a mistress town? Mistress or I'm sorry. Oh yeah, wife, child, friends who are in town meeting the child who we haven't seen. Ah, well that's very that, important. Yeah. No shit, shit. I didn't realize. Apparently, how big it was. he doesn't wear the pants in that. Well, oh I don't. <laughs> Keep showing a pretty tight leash, hey, John. <laughs> oh hey, I don't. Oh I don't. Don't you? I mean, you guys wears the pants in his family? Don't you hate it when like you, when when people accuse you of being pussy whipped when you're just being human? Right. Yeah, you know, it's just like right. no, I'm not. Nice to my wife. Yeah, who wears like? Well, no, she is nice right. to me too. But I mean, I mean, I don't like pussy whip people right. either. But just the fact that I acquiesced on a Saturday does not make me pussy whip. Yeah. There's a part of me that actually wants to please her. Is that so strange? <laughs> well, I mean, yes. I knew about this yesterday. <laughs> I, of course, underestimated the amount of time that we would, you know, spend. Yeah. You know, doing this, which we always end up, you know, going on. Especially so I thought, surely three thirty. Well, who was late? Well, right, but even three uh-huh. thirty till. So, you what know. time were you supposed to be at this restaurant? Then are you? Meeting? It's not a restaurant. It's at somebody's house. 
Oh, so right. well, that's good. It's kind of you can wear what you're wearing, but right? we can't. Yeah, I'm going like this. I'm going right from here. That's why I came here. Are there like, any restaurants left where you can't wear what he's wearing? I mean, I don't think those restaurants exist anymore. You can basically oh, yeah. wear whatever you want in any restaurant. any restaurant. You know who did that? Thank the rappers. Yeah. They were like yeah, they rich did. people who refused to dress up, and people still wanted their money. So that, now that, restaurants that are wide open me. to everybody. That does upset me. When I put on a nice button down to go out and eat you know, dinner with, with the wife, and you know, I'm sitting next to a guy with flip-flops, I'm like, come yeah. on. You know, like if you go like, like yeah, but you know, like for my like, I have to wear a button down every day, so yeah. I want to be able to. What's go out in on Swiss way. Hotel or what used to be Swiss Hotel? What's the the the, the, Ant, the uh, hangout? A lot of the local slips. The palm? Going, the palm, right? Oh, the yeah, palm. Yeah. Like you go there, and it's like that used to be like a little kind of like okay, well, you know, you dress up, whatever. But you know, you go there now, and it's like there's five booths of rappers who are fucking millionaires, yeah. and yeah. they're just you know, and they're getting all the attention and, and everything, and they're wearing whatever the fuck they want to wear. Of so like they they, they broke Bob down Wilson. the they broke down the doors for everybody. We can show up looking like Zach Brown. Zach Brown can look show up looking like Zach Brown. Zach Brown can show up looking like Liebman. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, so you got to go. Which it, we'll wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. But now, now me and Eric and Tim are on a campaign to keep you here, so we're going to start talking about know, interesting right? shit. Yeah. We want to end. So remember that, remember that time that Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can keep going. Do let's the, make uh, him. Let's do stuff where he feels he has to be here to defend himself. Yeah, yeah we're right. wrapping it up. We already have to put cut this up into two. Uh, well, at least now you've got a new system where you don't. You used to have CDs, and we yeah. have to stop yeah. talking. Four chain CDs. Them. Yeah. yeah, that is a great little unit. Though I still use. It I for, want that right there. This. Where did you get? It was that? really cheap. Uh, musicians friend. Musicians friend. Yeah, you never heard of that? No, but I, I want one. I want that. Can yeah. I have it? How much money you got in your pocket? I got a credit card. What it cost? I'll take it. <laughs> what it cost? <laughs> it was cheap, man. It was like 150 bucks. Because I gotta go. I gotta go by myself. All right, we'll talk about this in the green room. What? They probably have a guitar center. Yeah. Are they open? Like right now? Oh, you want one right the fuck now? Well, I'm going to. I just decided the last second to. Do you, you want to borrow the band? To yeah, can I borrow it? Can you get what you need off of it? I mean, when are we podcasting next? Um, I only I need it tomorrow. To oh no, I need I need to uh, download everything at home. You can't download it no, here I, 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 uh, on your no. 1988 Apple exactly. Mac. It is. <laughs> it's like from color the, thing. It's like from uh, 2001. Yeah. Uh, well, so it was after the colors. But it's it the same it was one. Before. I think it was before. No, the colors were 98, 99. Anyway. I had one of the colors. It only blueberry? has a yeah. green. blueberry. Yeah, I had a green one. Oh, you had lime. Yeah, the lime. Oh, the <laughs> right, the lime. It only has a USB one. Oh, oh no, mine was gray. Right, see, gray. Now, look, now see, that's now cool. he's got to go. Oh, what? Oh my God! <laughs> Speak of the devil. <laughs> it's Zach Brown on there my we go. phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There's shit. Pearl Circle for yeah. you. Um, oh, uh, All right. Uh, well, now, now I got the, there was something else I wanted to say about leaving. All right, you got to go. We're gonna. I think we did a very fine job wrapping I think it up. Was nice and structured, Ira. Uh, 2010 or something. About 2000. Something about 2000. Hopefully, at least, as Eric would say, we were just entertaining, whether we were regimented or not. So crazy because, like, 2000 to 2010 doesn't, it didn't feel like a decade. It feels like it just turned 2000, 2000, you know? And what do you call it? The O's. The 90s. The aughts. The aughts. Yeah, that's not good. That's not an American phrase. It's not. The aughts. Like maybe. Yeah, New Zealand, they call it the aughts. I think they call it the zeros. The O's. The O's. I also remember thinking that I was going to say, I remember vividly thinking, 2010 sounds right to me. Like, 
I'm not going to say 2010. I'm going to say 2010. Yeah. And then I don't think I ever said 2010. And now here the year's gone. And now it's going to be. This is where it flips. 2011, 2012. There's no doubt. No one's going to say 2011. No? 2011, 2012. Yeah, I would say 2011. Really? Well, one person's going to say 2011. Just me. Turbo, <laughs> Turbo Tim Butler. I remember some it's idiot. It's going to take me a while to <laughs> catch up to that whole thing. By 2019, exactly. The 19, the, that's the same thing. I think the, the zeros for the 19s. People just said 1904. Right. Or ni- they didn't right. say anything True. with that. You know, it's like, but then once you got to the teens, right. it turns into something. You know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Very cool. you got to get to 20 before you can really relax. And then it's like the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. Yeah, then we'll definitely be in like 2020, 2021. I think that's when 21 change. I'm like more universal. I'm freezing my head so I can be thawed. Twenty one twelve and come back with the remaining <laughs> members of Rush. <laughs> what you say? I'm, ba- I'm baking. <laughs> we He's going to do a hundred and seventy five year anniversary show, a documentary in, on Rush in Brazil. So I think I'm going to release this podcast. Maybe after the new year. Okay. Um, so Can you pro- imagine the drum set Neil Peart's going to have in the year 20? <laughs> if he keeps adding. <laughs> he's probably going to be flying around. Slim down. <laughs> you imagine us he's trying probably to get a virtual drum He's probably going to actually have like implanted extra arms. <laughs> this plot. Yeah, he'll have extra, he'll have extra arms, arms at that's that point. True. He'll just be able to <laughs> be playing he behind them him. all at right. once. <laughs> <laughs> This, this plot to get Brian Octo. to stay is working so good. He'll be Octopeart. <laughs> Octo. Eight arms. Octo. He'll be playing with his feet. Like the other two got fat, but uh, Getty Lee stayed rock star skinny. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. A lot of cocaine and beer and whiskey for that. Give me an eight count, Neil. He just does it all at once. Walker Rose got so simple. <laughs> Are those guys British? No, no they're Canadian. They're Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I said they it were like hanging out a lot with uh, Keith no Richards this year for me to they're do like that. The biggest thing, the biggest rock band ever out of Canada, aren't they? Yeah, who Brian else? Adams. I mean, Neil Young and people like that came out. <laughs> Brian <though>. Adams. <laughs> but as far as bands go, Brian I think Adams they're the pretty biggest. Big. Rush and who else? Honeymoon Suite. Remember them? Mm-hmm. Were they from Al- Canada? Alanis Morissette. Yeah, there's uh, individuals. Yeah. And Murray. Let's not forget. April oh, not. April wine. April wine. I saw April wine in Buffalo, New York, in like really? 1980 or something. Like <laughs> what was her song? Uh, Fly to the Gypsy Queen or something like that. Uh, no. Just between you and me. Remember that one? Get, yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's oh, we were it. supposed yeah. to play some music. What the? F- you're fucking us. I'm ducking us. <laughs> you're ducking us. Yeah. Oh well. We were gonna I play some Beatles. Dolly. All I can do is this. That's fine. That works. I'm also good at the. Uh, Countdown to uh, Honeysuckle Blue. That's, bow, not, the, that's not the Neil. But you know, I that could, was a great story. I could pack my it, stuff and I could move into the first part of that song. I could live there. <laughs> After that, bow, 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 it's got a great tension. He steps back where it goes. Bow, bow, that opening little part right there, yeah. I could live inside of that. Right there. For the rest of my life, I could, be, spot. <laughs> I could be surrounded by that spot. So, Erica, I heard you moved out of Roswell. Where are you living yeah, nowadays? I'm living in a well, you know that little space? <laughs> you know that little spot in Honeysuckle Blue? Living in an orb inside <laughs> the space of that one song. Bouncing around. I get totally joyfully happy with that part of the song. <laughs> my wife just keeps hitting rewind, replay, <laughs> repeat. Replay? Whatever it is. Replay? Whatever, whatever it is. These what, kids what do you do? call them? 
Yeah, there, there's These been some moments today. in songs that I've definitely felt that way about. You just want to live there. You just want yeah. your whole life. It's like a good Christmas song. Like you know, it's just like rewind a, it, like keep a, rewinding it, keep rewinding. Sometime it. salvation for me, that would be it. And that would funny. Be it. It's kind of a similar. Yeah, it's got kind like of a plotting feel. type feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just want to live fun. inside a TV show. Song. Yeah, like Larry Sanders, maybe or like, maybe like a, a Friends episode. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody seemed pretty happy. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston needs to be consoled. There's Turbo on the couch. Turbo, what's Turbo doing? What's up, Jay? <laughs> hey, Turbo, as if. <laughs> as if. And then one day he'll. That's and one day Turbo will be sitting on the the couch at Central Park and play Honeysuckle Blue, and he'll be like, "Hey, Eric. Hey, what are you up? doing here, here on the couch? That's right. This is where I live. That's right. That little space. <laughs> I live here in this space. I'm in this dimension. Blue. Now, one what of if the eleven dimensions? What if Kevin was playing that one night and he broke a string? Would oh, you be stranded shit. forever? Like, uh, I'll be out, yeah, be like when, like, like uh, in Superman two. You no, know, there are Eskimos that have died because they're out there and. Yeah, it's like the uh, the the like the ice thing breaks off and you right. just float like. Um, oh, and that's it. It happened to Rudolph and the dentist as well. They're that's true. Floating away on <laughs> it. He got so thing. serious. <laughs> well, it did, man. If they wouldn't have got to the land of misfit toys, that's they would have right. fucked. Kirby or Herbie? Uh, it's Kirby. Herbie. It's Herbie. Herbie the dentist. Herbie the dentist. Herbie the dentist. Yeah. Who just wants to, you know, he just wants to be an individual. Yeah. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Jesus. And Except I would, I let me live. It, let me live in that little spot in Honeysuckle Blue. Is there anything wrong with Rudolph that? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That show, I think, to me, is one of the greatest things that's ever been. And maybe because I watched it. I mean, I fucking love that. And I watched <laughs> it again this year. Thing. And there's yeah. a couple things that I've noticed. I don't want to bring people down in this Christmas season, holiday, or whenever this is posted. Right. This is how no, 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 it's not, no. I don't want to bring it down, but there's two things about that are total fuck ups in that Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer that stare at me now as yeah. an adult as I watch it. One is bad edit. One is that uh, when they when the snowman who is Burl Ives sings yeah. uh, "Silver and Gold," he yeah. has a silver and gold. He's got a banjo. He's got a banjo. Yeah. There's yeah. no, no banjo. fucking banjo, banjo in that song at all. <laughs> Maybe a banjo is easier to claymate than. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But, so he's strumming away. There's no banjo, and then I don't know the part Fair where point. um. Uh, Rudolph leaves the other guys while they're sleeping because he realizes that his nose is going to get the monster to, and right. so he doesn't want to endanger them. So they're all sleeping in his house. Yukon, they're all sleeping. Yukon, like Jack. Windows behind. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius, Herbie, Herbie. and Rudolph, Rudolph are right. sleeping in this thing. I think they're guests at the at that point. They're guests at the Island of Misfit Toys, all right? Which is a pretty big deal. But so they're sleeping, and so they all fall asleep. So he says, "No, I'm going to leave." And you guys, you know, and they're like, yeah. "No way!" And you, Cornelius says, rah, 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 and immediately, I love the fact they, they go to well, they go to sleep immediately. It's like, let's yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's like there's no in between. So and Rudolph gets up. Your daughter thought, does that, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Actually. <laughs> Rudolph, it's freezing outside. It's a blizzard. All kinds of shit going on. He opens the door. He leaves. The next time you watch the show, recognize that he never closes the door. Now, when those fuckers wake <laughs> up immediately, up, there's yeah. a blizzard going yeah, on. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he opens the door. All that shit's going to go in there, and immediately they would wake up. Yeah, you're Maybe right. I'm, I'm just saying. You know, I'm, 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 I noticed know. something about it, too, recently when I was watching one of those. Well, the one, like, The Year Without a Santa Claus that has, like, uh, the Miser Brothers, yeah, you know? Yeah. I haven't like, seen that one in a while. I was thinking to myself, I was like... This fucking guy's got 364 days off. He's got to take off Christmas? I mean, what? He needs a day. What? He works one day a year. Well, he yeah, builds the toys the rest of the year. year. He's got the elf. 
themselves are building yeah, all the toys. Right. I mean, it's he's right. got a supervise. It's, it's a sweatshop out there. <laughs> it is. No way. Are you talking about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Are you talking about the other? No, this is this the is the year without a Santa Claus. The right. Heat right. 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 Oh, that's right. He had to. Why did he have to? I haven't seen that one in a while. He wanted to take. He wanted to take the year off. Oh, he just had break. He's like the Black Crows. They're just like fuck it. I'm going on hiatus. For a while. <laughs> but it's like this is the one night you got to work. That's yeah, it. I know. You got 364 days to lay around in yeah. bed. And, and if you think about the Rudolph thing, it was like it was almost canceled. Then it's like this guy's like a nightmare every year. Yeah, like, hey, I'm going to cancel Christmas. What next? Year? Uh, there he is. Yeah. There's Santa again. He's going to cancel Christmas. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the but, only person who's got an easier job than Santa is you. Me? Man, I'll tell you because you don't in fucking this, know what work in this is. Room. In this room. You in this don't know what work is. You don't know all right, so yeah. no song. We're wrapping it up. Okay. Um, I hope you've enjoyed all the pod classics we've put out. Yeah, I've gotten over some the holiday. From people about them. We put out our best ofs. Over oh, the last really? Week. Yeah. Um, I was still stealing was from still stealing from the regular. I wasn't guys. on last. I was year. trying to keep it musical, yeah, so you'll I'll accept my apologies. And yet, were you on? No, you weren't on last. You were on this time. Last time I was year. on was this time last year. That's yeah, right. it was. Yeah. Um, the I think it was, was so long that if you started listening then, you just finished. Right? I think it was just before <laughs> Christmas, though. I think it was because we were talking about yeah. like some things like for. Yeah, we were talking about Christmas, and I was very philosophical. So I recall. You getting shit now? No. <laughs> I sent a text that hey, said, I'm on, trying to wrap I sent it up. a text that said, on my way, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and of course, I'm not on my way. Yeah. And she just texted back, okay. Here's another. Well, oh, see, you that get makes me feel bad. Also, have you right, noticed that in It's a Wonderful Life that people repeat themselves a lot? That's another thing of mine. There was something I it's did. It's a wonderful was, life. No, no, to the yes. It's like, uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Mary. Mary. <laughs> I, gotta, oh. I gotta get the papers. Get the papers. It's <laughs> like, yeah, right. like Ted times in there where it's like, right, right. it's double up on everything. Yeah. I saw something. I watched that recently and I noticed something in that movie that I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense and I can't remember Aren't you on your way? Now. Yeah, I'm on my way. How about the Italian, but the stereotypes in that movie? Is oh, like the Italian great. Italian All right, movie that's it. it. You two are out the door and true to win. <laughs> no, that one. But I mean, with the, with the movie, the Italian family in or whatever, and they have a goat. Oh, right. right. <laughs> I just saw goats over here as I was driving in. Yeah. You, what's that? Um, I don't know. Goats? The guy that owns this place has to, like, he does some shady business, and I guess they eat it all. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's so when know. you're shredding. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. one of those deals where he, they keep the lawn manicured <laughs> they or something? They do. They do. Yeah, but they the shit on it, too, right? I mean, this is the other side of it. I don't know. I see a guy out there feeding them when I come in here in the morning, and he's always That's had goats. That's kind of strange. Goats? I've never yeah, seen goats. Them. I find goats to be unappealing. Yeah. If people knew where we were you doing try this, slice, slice real thin putting on a nice goats in that roll. setting, like if you took yeah. a child and they were like drawing a picture of this place, and they, then they decided to draw a goat, you'd be like, honey, uh, yeah. goats live, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the middle of the city. them to not <laughs> right. put the goat. But there would be an actual artist painting this place, and the goats would be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are in the middle of the city. You have goats. Yeah, we are, right. we're about as urban as it gets right well, here. This place is pretty wacky. But we love well, there it. There we go. It's our place. But all you need to do to feel happy about your place in life is walk right out into that shop and look at it and say, well, at least I don't have to come here every day. <laughs> I think it's a cool <laughs> shop. It's a great I like shop. I put the band here and shoot them. Yeah, well, it was... But it smells like air, too much aerosols. I think the band would pass out. <laughs> got like an aerosol thing going on out there. <laughs> we've, got the, hey, we've got this whole thing now. You brought that hey, up. can I get a little more reverb and down with the aerosol smell? Yeah. <laughs> Every time it's, I wa- it's more than aerosol, believe me. <laughs> Every time I walk in now, I try to, in a different way, like comment Freak about the out. smell. Like, right. 
do you notice any? Yeah, right. There's a, there's an odor in here. You know, yeah. like, I come up with a different way every time I walk in. I now, walk in, it's and so like obvious. I get, I get stoned like the moment yeah. I walk in. Listen, if OSHA's listening, my paint booths are uh, professionally rated. Yes. They're OSHA approved, and I have sprinklers in there as well. Whatever and, all that means. And? And? Only guests who enjoy huffing anyway, so nobody's That's hurt. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're safe. Out. We're <laughs> safe <laughs> all around. Complete. Now, we've had some other bands here actually shoot. In my paint booth because there's like different colors and shit all over the wall. Oh, really? And it looks kind of cool. So if you want to bring the boys in, we could do a little podcast and do a little. Well, I'm trying to do a thing where I got I got I want to do a special set that's just for the cameras. I almost did it this week, and uh, you know, Kevin said, "Well, yeah, huh, yeah." Then the time coming, <laughs> yeah. at some point you're hurting ghost, and I called it off. But uh, hurting goat. Ghost. 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 If you ever try to hurt ghosts. Hurts, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I always hear trying to keep puppies in a box. Same right. concept. Right? Like, yeah, I man. So. I mean, yeah, that'll be, yeah, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, Tuesday, yeah, man. I want to be there. We're going to be, where? When? What where? is it? What, no, no, um, uh, what are we, uh, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, that's why. Sensing <laughs> that frustration there. <laughs> That's why you, he needs me around. I could be a good personal assessor. Look, today is Monday. You're doing this. We're calling Eric. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. 20 minutes later. All right, um, keep Ira away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like organized. <laughs> hey, what's what's with the suit, man? Just tell him to put all his ideas on that TV typewriter and send it in a text messaging machine. Hey, Eric, this is a piece of candy. It's got some stuff in it. I don't know what it is. You should eat it. Should I stand it? <laughs> Three days later, I woke up. <laughs> yeah, I went to bed, man. I was uh, let me down, so it's probably good for you. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, Ira. I am wrapping wrap this up. shit up. Wrap yeah. us up. So thank you very much, Eric. Thank you very much, Turbo Tim Butler, Glad for coming in. Turbo. And, uh, Always a pleasure. Hope you had a wonderful Happy New Year. holiday. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year to all. If oh, you're yeah. listening now, it's probably just passed. I will do one plug. I was going to say, don't you keep on saying Happy New Year to like, for like the first 15 days yeah. of January, so it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Remember to write 2011 on your checks if you still use checks. Good. Nice. And uh, my blues band, Fatback Deluxe, plays yes. every Sunday this month at Fat Matt's Rib nice. Show. Nice. Really? Our, our beloved. Good music, good barbecue. Every good personality. Nice. Good personality. Uh, Timbo, where are you playing? Vining's Inn, New Year's Eve. Oh. Well, they, people missed it. You guys ought to come up. To Vining's Inn? Mm-hmm. We have uh, very close. five months old, m- months old. Would they like it up there? I think they would. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't, we'll they'll find if out. If they don't, they if won't I can remember. Get every, if I can get everybody else in the house to sleep, I'm there. All right. All right. Cool. My band broke up. What? So um, I won't have any shows yeah. coming up Not soon. Not Ton of Honey, his other band. <laughs> Are we going to have Ton of Honey shows this year? Come on. We'll I've say, never seen them yeah, live. Why didn't we do a Let's do a Ton of Honey show. show. We didn't do a 2010 We show. did do a 2010 show. No, it's, t- it's tough to get into the We did it at Darwin's. That was in 2000. That yeah, was that, 2009. Was in, that was in like no, that was in like February or March. Oh, well, I've never well. seen the ton of honey, so well, don't wait. If you do it, don't do it. Neither do it I. where I can see. You them. know what we need? Don't do it. Sunday if we night do it, ten. If we right, do it, do it four o'clock. Can in we the come on the regular guys and promote it? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the only way anybody will be there. What but. the hell? Hell yeah! Actually, I had I thought about you the other day because um, we have all this. Wonderful footage. I mean, really good stuff of our of us recording our last album. Mm-hmm. And my wife is an editor, but she's you know way too busy to get to it. And it's there's some great stuff on there. I was like, maybe Eric <laughs> after he's done with his documentary, hey, the I'll next project, the making of Lifetime's uh, tour together. There we go. I, it's, I'm I'm open. I always say yes to everything. You know, I was, I've yeah. actually be out of this. I know you got to go. Yeah. But I've become a member of another band in the midst of all of this. Like uh-huh. another band, another side project is starting. 
out of driving and crying. Yeah. Called American Wheel. Huh. And they're they want to have a whole visual kind of thing and plus some like talking between songs and shit like that. Oh. And so I was gonna do that kind of stuff. And then they came to me and they're like, No, we want you to be in the band. Like so after the driving and crying what? meaning, you know, the show, the actual stage show. Yeah. You'd be so, a part of it. So I'm putting that together yeah. visually. They want it to be like an old Pink Floyd experience, you know? Uh, like, we, uh, we're, like we're not going to – like in the beginning, the idea is not to play bars. but They to, have Roger Waters money? Play rooms, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so like the idea is like the minute you walk into this room, it's a total mind fuck. Yeah. You know, the, the entire floor might be bubble wrap. I don't know. Sounds Fucking right up your weird, head. You know, <laughs> weird <laughs> shit that knocks you off. And so it's like a happening, you know, kind of thing. And so there's a lot of like visuals that go into that, but also talking between songs, you know, sort yeah. of uh, narrating the huh. set and shit like that. Almost so, like a uh, Prairie Home Companion, but cool. But cool, <laughs> yeah, but not so much the sketches, you know, right. just like a little thing yeah. in between, but just like freaking people out. Like, yeah. I like visuals that freak you out. It's like to take you in one direction, turn you around. You sure Kevin's not in this band? Tickle your brain. Man, we should put some bubble wrap on the floor. I like that bubble wrap on the floor. That's a good idea. Anything just sort of knock you off. Yeah. Everybody gets that piece of candy that, that would I knock got. me off. That'd be the percussion. That'd be great. So Get everybody I, organized. All right, everybody over on this side of the floor. Ride Sally Ride. This side. No, no. So that's what I'm. So I mean, I'm going to be doing a lot more visuals. And yeah. Stuff. No. Well, I mean, my it was point, just. I think my overall point was I never say no to projects. <laughs> so just throw it at me and. Well, it's well. It's, it's out there. We when do you see the pay that goes along with this project? Oh yeah. You <laughs> might you might say no. <laughs> you think Kevin Kenny sold a bunch of money my way? <laughs> No, we, you make you don't make money. You don't make movies because you want to make money. You make true. movies because you want to make movies. Movies, that's movies true. right? That's, that's true. why you go on the radio. Cool, good. Um, all right, so that's it. All right, well, everybody Enjoy. check out the regular guys on uh, Atlanta's on Rock Atlanta's Station. Rock Station one hundred point five. Yeah, that's FM. right. Monday through Friday, as often as you can, six a.m. to ten a.m. And do I tell people to podcast it, or is that kind of like taboo? No, they can pod. It's, since we, we do it, since yeah. we are on a podcast right now, mm-hmm. people listening might be on iTunes, and they could go, hey. And you, you got to go to the regular guy's official. official. Yeah. Pod, I don't know what the other ones are. I've yeah. never downloaded our podcast, so I don't know what they, they come in sections. Oh, it's wonderful. You should check it out. <laughs> well, I'm there. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't stand the sound of my own you'd voice. Enjoy, you'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. You, no, I wouldn't. Probably if I heard me on it. That's actually contrary to your first uh, email response. That was the best email response ever when Ira invited you to come on the show. And mm-hmm. your response, I think, was we, we told you how it was like a music podcast, but you know, we knew you were a fan of music mm-hmm. and this and that. And I think your response was, why would it be a long shot? I love music and the sound of my own voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And he was goofing around. I was goofing around. But he still came anyway. But, yeah. I mean, listen to this voice. I mean, there's no, there's no reason that I should be on the radio. <laughs> it's like Kermit the Frog. But yeah. Um, all right. How long have I been trying to wrap this show up? You're like Paul McCartney. I don't, I don't you can't end the really song. Wrap up. I'm a horrible producer. Show. What? I think the wrap-up is longer than the show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like the Steve Gorman interview. The intro is longer than the interview. I know, right? Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Turn your friends on twofacesradio.com. Two faces. Go to our Facebook page. 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 Uh, page. Some of the kids are going to the page. Twofacesradio.com. Um, we have photos of all of our guests. All of them on there. And um, yeah, I haven't seen anything today. It's a fun time. Well, I'm going to take a picture of you. Before. Actually, we do have a photo of you because we took photos before you left last night. So we don't even need another one unless you want an updated photo. Was my hair long then? You know, just you until like a week ago, my hair was down to here. I let it go. Hmm. Really? Was that yeah. long? I let it go on the tour. And didn't you have like a, bit, a bit thicker beard? Too? Yeah, I was really. All right, we'll and take the, a- the best thing about his beard, real quickly, is uh, that somebody put your head on the on the painting from oh, Goodfellas. Right. 
Oh, and like one of the things is on the on the on the website. It's something like yeah, that. Yeah, which is the fun. Yeah, the, this dog's looking this way. This dog's looking this way. This guy says, "What do you want Because you, you know, big light colored beard, and you know, oh man, it's perfect. Who thinks I of hippied this out this year though? I had fun. Nice, all right. good. So that means 2011. You're uh, like all buttoned clean down cut. and it's all clean, clean cut. cut and I don't know. I'll, pl- I'll play it by ear. We'll see what happens. And he hasn't ear. signed a contract, so we're really going to be playing it by ear. Yeah, but he did say on this show. Well, in the end, at the end of the day, he'll be there. He'll be yeah. there. Yeah, well, three more years. I'm 46. I'll I don't want to be doing it when I'm 56, but I don't mind doing it now. Okay. All right. How long are we going to be doing I might not be 56. Who knows? Everybody's like, I don't want to be doing this when I'm 60. You might, I might go I, get killed. You might not be doing anything <laughs> when you're 60. <laughs> you're 60 you may not be here. <laughs> That's we, why you got to pace yourself like Turbo here. Yeah, he's right. ready. But, I mean, I we could all be down. hit by a bus. Everything's dying. It's just, you, know, you can turn around. It can happen any oh, we know. second. Great. That's what we're ending the show on? Jesus. Well, that's a very <laughs> affirmative means enjoy it while oh, it lasts, enjoy, yeah, you're brother. Right. Well, if you can't wrap this show up, it might happen to me in about 20 minutes when I show up for dinner. <laughs> what does that mean? This lady's going to beat the <laughs> shit out of me. Is your wife? Oh, mean? Might I haven't made that anymore. You don't have one of those mean wives, do you? Your wife's not mean, is she? Well, you wouldn't admit it if she was. She's just a Leo. <laughs> yeah, and now our daughters are Leos. That's I'm true. amazed by how many guys are just terrorized by their wives. That's, that's a that's a conversation for another day. We're just we're being courteous, right? Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but I mean, some wives are just really fucking mean. I've seen it. All right, today we did a lot of <laughs> she hits me doing what our our motto is, which is save, save it for the, the show. show. Nice.